Welcome to Probing Ancient Aliens. Science and sci-fi obsessed nerds, Steve and Joey, are exploring each episode of everyone's favorite show about ancient astronaut theory, as well as the lovable quirky researchers who evangelize it. Today we're probing into Season 12, Episode 10, The Akashic Record. Kashik. I'm, I'm Kashik Kashik. This is my top ten chapters of the Akashic Record. I'm here to transfer all knowledge of evil and good right into your asshole directly. And you won't know the better, because you all forget with all the sleepy medicine. I've turned into a country western <laughs> yeah. music DJ. I've got the old tiny <laughs> Niners tunes. Just yeah. a classic Casey Kasem. So just like Shaggy from <laughs> Scooby Doo. Once you get that gold, <laughs> you're gonna want a little bit more. You're gonna keep digging in that hole until you find it. And then I was you're gonna, gonna say until you watch City Slickers. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna find it, and then that therapy's gonna dig out that Akashic record and find out those evils and goods and everything that I put inside you. A therapist reaches inside your colon and gets stuff out. Well, they go deeper and deeper. Yeah. <laughs> colon is just representative of where uh, everything was stored. That makes sense. Like, figuratively, right. in your consciousness. Your conscious colon. Right. <laughs> and today's conscious colon. <laughs> uh, that's like a some chart or something on at a... Uh, colonoscopy clinic or something like that. Like today's conscious yeah. colon is Jeffrey. Yes. <laughs> He's he, had 17 colonoscopies in the last four days. <laughs> he enjoys carrots, <laughs> cucumbers, bananas, <laughs> peeled, of course. And then it's just a little picture of him with the word bubble that says, I love getting butt fucked. Yeah. <laughs> By all fruits and vegetables. You know, your colon's super absorbent. <laughs> Love getting butt fucked by fruits yes. and vegetables. <laughs> Two minutes in, we're talking about prolapse oh, and yeah. Delta sequences. <laughs> of course. Good evening to all my fellow ancient prolapse astronauts. Is Delta sequence, I'm sure it's a reference to some military thing, mm-hmm. but I was wondering if it's the sequence of the Delta Airlines uh, flight attendants go through to tell you the safety rules and things like that. Most likely not. <laughs> but I wonder, what is your... Screen name in reference to Delta Sequence. Yes, uh, it's Monday. It's Monday. We got we've got some segments early on. Yeah, some bits. <laughs> we've got some bits for uh, you. Maybe even some jokes. I mean, because just to push some shit forward, because we do a lot of things deep. Because mm-hmm. you probably want to skip to the forty minute mark is when we'll yeah. be closer to talking about the, <laughs> the episode. Show. Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't know. I was going to say we've got a couple. We can. Pl- plug the patreon we yeah. can plug the reaching, reaching around for it. the stars yes um yeah welcome to probing ancient aliens we uh as you may or may not know we kind of break down each and every episode of the history channel's ancient aliens and uh we are we are in love with the show but also heavily critique the show because not that the concept of ancient astronaut theory is we think is necessarily wrong yeah but the the, the ways they, they present their it. evidence is yeah usually very, very lackluster right. in its... Um, uh, what should have been tightness. season one only, and right. you walk away. Exactly. <laughs> They've now turned into a whole right. series just as you know the office is playing in the background. Things right. that just go a little too long. It's like, right. no, it should just be like, this is this, and you get updates every now and then. Right. Because uh, there's only so many Mayan and you know different ancient temples and ruins you can find, yeah. so it's like now they're just grasping at straws a lot, yeah, or just like really reaching to, for like connections of for like, the stars. Uh, um, no, yeah, I th- I think that if they did the kind of British method and had 
uh, one season that was like six episodes per year, those would probably be really like be six really rich, uh, unique episodes per year, right? right? They wouldn't be over overwrought with the same, yeah. like like well, hotel rot. I don't want. <laughs> That's where we stayed in Prague. Um, Also, side note: Did you see that Prague, to celebrate the end of their lockdown, had a lock or had a party, a banquet on that bridge, that famous bridge that we walked across after getting chased by them ducks? Exactly. Uh, And uh, and it was a sixteen hundred person banquet, (laughs) so eight hundred people per side. Eating on this distant. fucking table. But, I mean, no. maybe they kept the space. No, the was picture. It free? The picture was I think I saw very pic- tight yeah, together. Yeah. Was it free food? <laughs> that I don't know. I wonder. It yeah. was TLDR. Exactly. Too long, didn't read. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> um, uh, but Del- yeah, Delta sequence. Sorry, real quick. So oh. we need to consider East Coasters when streaming because he wants to hang out or she mm. uh, and and joke along, but it's too late. It's too you late. Have nap time. I know. Long nap time. Well, and you Delta have to understand that. We have day jobs. Exactly. <laughs> can't just start at 3 I'm p.m. Sorry Pacific. Fuck, even, though we're, <laughs> even though we disc golfed at That's 5 true. o'clock today. <laughs> so fuck everyone. Yeah, okay. uh, and that uh, Delta is part of uh, the oh, Gamer Tag, okay. which is from okay. Joey's favorite game, Gears of War. Mm. <laughs> Loves those shooters. Mm. Actually, I played the I shit do. out of Gears of War. Yeah. Uh, I like cover shooters. online. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The first, I mean, the, the, the story game or story portion, whatever that's yeah. called, was really good. Too. Yeah. Uh, usually Delta something, numbers are randomly generated. Uh, Twitch, so just can't sequence, whatever. They are okay, tight sorry. AF, Delta sequence says. Hell yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, we, we break down the show. We are, I mean, we are almost balls deep. We're probably a knuckle away from balls deep at this yeah. point. Um, We've think... touched several of the people who present on the show. Yes. Oh, yes. Uh, we would have given or received COVID from them. Back Thanks, Trump. You know? Based, based on how close we did get to these people. Thanks, Wuhan uh, Institute of Virology, where the virus was Wuhan! created. Wuhan! <laughs> go China! Yeah. Um, Come on, I'm more of a chewy guy, but go high hand! Wuhan! Uh, <laughs> but anyway, um, the fuck was I talking about? Oh, uh, we're, d- we're balls deep in the show. We're almost caught up to, as soon as we're in season 13 of the show... Right. We'll be caught up to our past selves when we started probing ancient aliens. Right. So there's a. I was looking at the episode list today to make sure we're watching the right one. And uh, this season ends in September or late August or something. Mm-hmm. And then there's like a five month break because then it starts up again in January or December or something like that. Okay. Or sorry, February. Okay. And then we started in December of 2017 for the show. So uh, we'll be in real time. I wonder if there will be synchronicities. Of what we recorded. All you freak fans out there, Grove Snake, I'm looking at you, Bob Andy, who probably listened to every episode at least four or five times in order. Uh, I wonder if there's going to be synchronicities with things we were saying back then versus what was going on in the show right now. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, right now well, in the show's that. timeline. Exactly. But yeah. yeah. Um, the I show meeting ancient aliens. Yes. <laughs> Have uh, a good night. And what we're referencing here is uh, we try and stream as much as we can and yes. we'll live stream uh, this episode, which you're listening to on your podcast mm-hmm. service of choice. Yes. Uh, the corpses that we're talking to are um, on our twitch.tv slash probing ancient aliens channel. Yes. Um, and we kicked one over that we call Delta Sequence and they're gone from the chat now. Yeah. Um, you said the corpses? Yeah. Yeah. They're rotting. Uh, we have a <laughs> very innate or, or you know, elaborate uh, right. computer sequences that are typing right. 
but we still need flesh for right. the electricity to run properly <laughs> and power those circuits. Well, so. and the and we have a website called twitch.tv right. uh, slash <laughs> probing ancient aliens Dot because <laughs> it's all about filming our victims with the last right. twitch of life before they just croak out and mm-hmm. then Steve. Uh, keeps them in his kitchen here. It's a nice yeah. balmy environment, good for mummification. Yeah, and for munging. Mm-hmm. Munging. Dadification, yeah. too. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's the hottest one. You can dress the women up as your dad. Exactly. And then, Postmortem wieners? Postmortem wieners? Postmortem wieners? Wieners? But yeah, you can you can uh, subscribe to twitch.tv slash probingancientalien so uh, you know whenever we're streaming. We obviously post the show as a normal audio file in our our fucking podcast on your on podcast services uh, audio files yeah audio files yeah um but uh files but on twitch.tv slash probing aliens you can talk with us through the show make comments ask questions whatever you want um is does somebody have a comment or a question here no just bob andy says hello oh hello i was just giving you the finger yes um but uh and then yes like steve said earlier we also have a patreon which is at patreon.com slash probing aliens where every month you get at least two exclusive episodes of Probing Deeper, where we talk about other stuff in the ancient aliens world, the conspiracy theory world, the ufology world, what have you. Um, we do live commentary episodes. We have kind of review discussions. Um, we watch just different shows in this kind of alien verse. Mm-hmm. Um, alien tops, alien bottoms, too. Yeah. Um, Analien. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then we also have our monthly ghost adventure show called Adventurous Ghosts. Where it's pretty much probing ancient aliens, but with the Travel Channel show Ghost Adventures. Um, so it's full of not the same imitations. There's crossover once in a while, but uh, full of imitations of the Ghost Adventures crew as we're watching each, each episode in order. Starting from season one, we just started season three last month. Um, and, uh, and, I, and I cannot wait. Oh, and I was going to talk to you about this. I was going to talk to you about this. Charlie Smith, a longtime fan from England. Lon- he's not from London, but uh, I think he's from the Midlands or something. Right. Like the riverside you of know. England. Um, he'll know that reference. Like Craig. Yes. Oh, yes. Um, but uh, the only man we've ever had to edit on this show. <laughs> on Beer There Drunk That. Um, yeah. But uh, uh, he, I think I had mentioned this. I can't remember if it was on the show or on a Patreon episode or just in our friend life. But... Um, the Ghost Adventures quarantine four-part miniseries just right. ended last week. Oh, okay. Uh, my wife and I watched each one. Okay. Um, Charlie Smith uh, messaged me the other day and said, hey, are you guys going to do some Patreon, Patreon episodes about the quarantine episodes? Did he sign up for Patreon? Finally? I know he was always on I the I think fence. he is, yeah. Um, and uh, But I told him, yes, we would. That, I, again, can't remember if I said on the show, but it'll kind of be a cool gl- – we'll kind of – if you're cool with it, we'll do maybe a four part. We'll we'll watch those episodes. Maybe we'll watch all of them and do one episode for them. I don't know, um, but because it's four hours of content or mm. whatever, forty two minutes each. But um, it's kind of self contained. They filmed it all in April when quarantine was kind of just starting, right? And they're living in a bunch of their nice trailers out in the parking lot of the haunted museum, <laughs> right? Uh, but uh, but it's they're it's not like it's not all four episodes with the greatest evidence they've ever caught, but it's at least unique. And it's cool that they're in the Haunted Museum where every object in there has a curse or has some sort of something. evil associated yeah, yeah. with it or something. So, um, like, he literally has uh, Charles Manson's portrait that there is his own ashes painted into the mm. eye, the pupils of the painting. Um, but uh, anyway, it's cool episodes, and it'll be a nice little peek in the future because uh, 
none of you that listen to Adventurous Ghosts have heard our impressions of Billy Tully or Jay Wosley. It's been mm. all the original crew, which is just Aaron, right. Zach, and uh, Nick, who right. I fucking hate, um, the Boston bad boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> there it is. These cocks are huge. <laughs> These cocks in my mouth are oh huge. Oh, my God. I, I think you parked your car and have a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know when someone can do the Boston accent oh, yeah. right. Yeah, <laughs> they got fucking meters. Okay, lobster rolls. <laughs> you sounded like clam bake. You sounded like a British actor doing an American accent. Oh, <laughs> lobster rolls. Hello, hello. <laughs> oh, uh, what is that name? Chastise, chesterate, chatterbait. On a Twitter. Chased. Chased. Wants to know what Meaning we're drinking they're a virgin. tonight, boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, green is, cheek hazies, basically. Yes. You're doing the sink or swim right sink now. Swim. I'm doing the, the you got earth. the can? You can show uh, up for yours. I don't. No, you, oh, they're in the fridge. Yes. Um, but, uh, yeah, this is the green cheek triple hazy. The earth is round, but most of it is flat or something like that. Or most parts right. are flat, it's called. Or things uh, on it are flat. Something like that. Everything on it is flat, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. Um, but uh, yeah, Green Cheek is a local Orange County brewery. Two locations, one in Costa Mesa and the original in Orange. Um, I, very Anaheim. good stuff. Um, they they like they really do. Saint Anna, yeah, Anaheim, uh, Yorba Linda. Um, they do. They are very consistent. They they all they do very citrusy tropical hazy IPAs yeah, with a lot of variants too. Exactly. Yeah, like and that so, Cocoa Hut. It's surprisingly yes, exactly. just a really good one, but tastes way different than anything else. Yeah, some really good kind of milkshake hazy yeah, IPAs. Yeah. Um, but uh, and very modern good. times this month is going to be insane. I know that like, was fucking crazy. <laughs> there's all sorts of stouts, so billion stouts, couple, the MT6 double dry yeah, hop, and then something else too. The Hedgewitch double Hedgewitch. dry hop too. Those were the Woo! two my brother called out. So. Yes, creaming them jeans. Um, and this is and, and modern times of which we are part of the league, the kind of the, oh, the yeah. can club. Uh, that's another Instagram account I follow. <laughs> <laughs> um, they uh, uh, they are doing twice monthly club releases instead of instead of month. once yeah. a month. But this this release seems like a whole almost two month once a month combined. Like there's right, so much right, shit. Right, it's right. great. There's like seven stouts or something like that. It's yeah, ridiculous. and they're doing the four pack of right. the fucking which is East cool. Masters. Yeah, they're releasing their yeah. own vertical <laughs> of, right. uh, of their and own cool sold in a four pack and not just like mm-hmm. just, I don't know. Something about that's nice. And the designs are cool on the cans, Real too. cool cans. Yeah. Well, because they used to have the Beastmaster in the Tall Boys. Then it yes. went to Barrel Age, so it went to Bottles. Now it's right. back in cans. Just mm. like Dragon Mask did the same evolution. Oh, yeah, because it's in 12-ounce cans. 12-ounce cans, there. Shout out to all Aussie listeners. Yeah. All cheese. is out there. Cheese. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that cheese. Um, and then, yeah, we have another segment here where we ask you little probers and probets out there. That's the male identifying fans and the female identifying fans. Do we have fans. a uh, no gender? Uh oh. Cheers. Oh. We got you got twenty emotes thanks to Chase's cheer. You gotta click thank before it runs out. <laughs> There's literally a countdown bar to say thanks. Look at all those emotes. Whoa. I don't even know how to use those. I I and I watch a lot of Twitch. I just don't yeah. engage with. It. And then we we stream, but right. emotes are a whole thing, man. That's like on uh, the movie Wayne's World, where the Noah's Arcade's hot wife uh, has some dumb idea, 
<laughs> and, she, and they're like, wow, how did oh, you come? Oh, Bandy did say oh. thanks for that. Oh, so we can all <laughs> say thank you. They're like, how did you come up with that? She goes, well, I watch a lot of TV. And yeah, like, yeah. Of course you do. <laughs> of course you would. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we ask you, the little probers and probats out there, to go to Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast service of choice and give us a five-star review. Five-star rating and then review us in the comments of that rating and we'll give you a shout-out and read it on the air. Just like... Super fan. Super fan himself. So we can't rip off Howard Stern all the way like we have, mm-hmm. where Bo Bandy claims he's one of the only whack packers we've mm-hmm. got. We gotta think of something else, not like yeah, sack packers, but like the uh, probe trope or the fucking um, some other group name that's, yeah. you know, super fans. The poop group. Exactly. Um, well, because Doom Patrol just came out on HBO oh, yeah. Supreme or whatever. Mm-hmm. Watch a couple episodes of that. HBO good. Max. Yeah. <laughs> <Super. laughs> I don't know. Yeah, maybe it's like Supreme uh, Subs or something. Exactly. Or sim- maybe it's our Supreme Simps. Because <laughs> they do support us. Yeah, and our, our Space Simps. Yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to think about well, space that. Space Chimp, yeah. So, <laughs> Well, I'm just thinking, you know, astronaut. Yes, yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, but yeah, this is this is a long one from Obani yeah. here. But, uh, Not Fudge Packers, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, excuse me. The uh, now Bobani's trying to do us a service here yeah. to potential one star reviewers, and I'm glad this went through because Bobani has left a good amount yes. of five stars on iTunes. But you know, sometimes iTunes goes, "Oh, you're like spamming and right. trolling," so they don't. There's got to be like through. a three month like some sort of yeah, statute of limitations or yeah, something like that. Um, but yeah, Bobani gives us five stars and titles his review: "Caution, potential reviewer, please read below before listing five stars." The following podcast may in part or whole contain the following. Up to, but not limited to, 50 minutes of drivel on the host's personal life, uh, including clues to the host's location giving out <laughs> dur- given out during random episodes. Uh, excessive use of 70s-era sound effects and a music <laughs> bed. <laughs> uh, general talk of nakedness or nakedness for a specific <laughs> leisure activity. Naked disc golf. Yes. Uh, prolapses <laughs> of any form or cause. Random screen time or specific accounts of the daily activities of the missing link. Uh, that's Matt over there. Yeah. Uh, homoerotic fan fiction <laughs> accounts based on Ancient Aliens hosts. That's Matt. Vulgar, <laughs> vulgar language. Uh, poor audio settings or no audio at all for any duration of any episode. <laughs> that's only been a few times, yeah, but yeah. it's fine. Um, frequent subscriber interruptions during any segment of any episode. General quote, West Coast smugness. Yeah. <laughs> In caps. Uh, excessive sidetracking <laughs> from the topic, likely during most episodes. Usually trigger through the mention of food or specific establishments that serve food or drink, like Modern Times, <laughs> Green go. Shake, whatever. McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> Just a local place. Yeah. Uh, sexual content and vivid descriptions of hosts, sick in parentheses. What does that mean? I was an English major and I don't really know what sick so means. I think maybe it's like it's legal disgusting? speak. Or, no, oh. not like sick. Yeah. It's just SIC. There's some hmm. sort of. Oh. But Bandy, please C clarify. in comments? I don't know. Oh, maybe. No, I don't know. Semen in comments. Exactly. Uh, Matt. Uh, Sorry, and vivid descriptions of hosts' masturbatory habits or methods and their result. The proceeding <laughs> is merely uh, an example of the content included with each episode and may vary. So yes, thank you, Bobandi. Full legal disclosure. <laughs> um, and then I think Bobandi also. Yeah, he went to Castbox because I think it didn't post in time for the. I, I feel like that was like a week or two ago. Yes. Then it finally cleared their services. Yes, Bobandi also posted. Yeah, I think I about nailed it, says Bobandi. You did. It's true. Uh, technically, technically, the previous review I read is from. B zero bandy. Yeah, this is from actually Bo Bandy. Grammatically correct. The real uh, on on Gasbox. Fuck it all. I left a very good guide to potential listeners on Apple. Those fucks don't post any of my brilliance any longer. 
I'm too lazy to recreate it here. By the way, wonderful episode last week. Not that it matters, but five stars for the beautiful boys. Beautiful boys to the danger zone. Exactly. Um, because then that follow-up clip was like, oh, kiss me on the mouth, boys, or yeah, come like, back to hey, my room and go <laughs> around the corner and come out back and <laughs> kiss, kiss me, me on the mouth. mouth. Um, well, speaking of Jim and Pam, or, uh, <laughs> this is an episode of The Office, guys, where we just yeah. talk about <laughs> every episode of The Office that Matt's yeah. watching, and, Matt's, and we really just talk about Matt's reactions yeah, to exactly. it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, he's napping, right. and now he's gone up to pee and... Have a sweet drink. Oh, yeah. Um, he ripped a fart on the way back to the oh, couch, the oh, couch right before this. The chouch. <laughs> uh, my uncle used to call my little cousin. Uh, what is it? Yeah. When he quotes something that was written originally incorrectly. Oh, okay. Quote Interesting. originally written incorrectly. Yeah. Uh, speaking of your weird little rhyme there that was unintentional. Um, I did. Yes, what I it'll be connected. You said you said frequently, or sorry, incorrectly, correctly. What? And uh, I watched. Uh, I my my loving wife asked me, and I complied <laughs> um, because I wanted to be respectful of her wishes. But uh, I watched. You get three wishes this weekend. <laughs> I watched Hamilton on Disney Plus, all. Two hours and 40 minutes of so, it. So someone I know also discovered that was on there, mm-hmm. and they posted it on their Instagram. Oh, wait, now I get it. It just keeps getting better as it goes along. <laughs> and I was like, God damn it. So You know these people. I was these very, are people. Mm-hmm. Um, who act like the, authorities on everything, too. Love theater. Yes. Um, but um, I had never seen Hamilton. I had heard some of the songs because... When I worked at a artist-based T-shirt company a few years ago, right. one of my employees would play the soundtrack endlessly, and we also did. All you guys the, do a lot of parody shirts for that too. I was right? going to say yeah. all, it was parody based. I worked at T Fury. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. Um, they're still around, but uh, they uh, Mormon they, Fury. More it's like all it. it was. Yeah, um, Mormon rocks. Huh? They, <laughs> uh, they yes, there was tons of shirts of. Uh, the main logo was I'm not throwing away my shot, which now I know the fucking horrible repetitive I, song that was from. I'll probably know what that's from at some oh. point in my life, but thankfully I don't at this point. Again, it, it's like so I notoriously hate Broadway. Big. I yes, <laughs> I I find Broadway for me personally. I find Broadway to be the least effective medium of telling a story of any of them. Don't let Sprague's hear this, bro. I fucking hate it. Now plays are fine. I hate. Broadway with show tunes and all. I hate musicals. So um, I just can't stand it. My entire family is full of choir people and people that love Broadway, which is what. And then my older sister, my my older sister is, uh, was into dance for like the first 15 years of her life. And so I have been to, I don't know how many hundreds of hours of dance recitals multiple times a year, dance practices, choir rehearsals, choir things, rehearsals in my fucking house. I became old man Joe very early in my life. I was probably eight or nine, and my uh, my mom, my stepdad, and Gail back in the day, mm-hmm. uh, one of their choir uh, things that year, uh, they were at the Cypress College Choir back mm-hmm. in the day, uh, just a community college, but they had a pretty, apparently according to them, a prestigious choir. And uh, they would sing, they were doing um, a Peter, Paul, and Mary uh, medley. So it was like, Puff the Magic Dragon, and if I had a hammer, and all this bullshit, and I was talking about this in the car briefly on the way home from the Skyhead Disc Golf course, but yeah. uh, that was when I was like eight, and this would be on a Friday or Saturday night, 
They would be singing in the living room with their keyboard and guitar till two in the two in the fucking morning, and I'd come out and go, "Can you guys shut up? Like, shut the fuck up! I'm trying to sleep." And I was eight years old. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Hey, gone. And so Can I hate. Shut up. <laughs> Classic yeah. eight-year-old Joey. I'm in here. Hey, guys. I'm a little weird British Jewish guy. I'm watching uh, <laughs> Peter Pan, even though it's technically blonde guys fucking. <laughs> I'm trying to watch okay. the prequel to Hot Fine. Buns yeah. in here. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> classic me. Um, but uh, yeah, so I really, I really hate Broadway. It also, Broadway is so repetitive. So what's the difference between Broadway and like plays? Plays are just spoken Aren't they on pl- Broadway? Yes, they can be. You can be like, hey, we're on Broadway. Bro- but Broadway in, in the general sense means musicals with show tunes and stuff. Uh, but yes, you can have a David Mamet play on Broadway, and it's a very se- like serious fucking David Mamory. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, Mamories and Mamorettes. Yeah, I'm in big old ones and little old ones. I'm in the David Mamory play. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the David Mamory yeah. play. Um, but uh, but yeah, so plays are fine. Whatever. I'm right. not drawn to them particularly, but they're fine. Um, but no, Hamilton was. I like like with shitty country music. I respect the music musicianship and the talent and whatever. Mm-hmm. I just fucking hate the medium. Like I can't because there's an OCD thing because it's so fucking repetitive too. Yeah. And what what is the annoying? <laughs> what is annoying about Hamilton? Most musicals still have some spoken word parts where people mm. speak normally. Oh, this is just full on. This is nonstop. There's a nonstop rhythm to everything that is said. So it's a mix of like rap. Like for violence? Yes. <laughs> uh, they do tell you about the Buford in the play, oh, okay. which is pretty interesting. Yeah. But um, it is nonstop rap, hip-hop, blues, or R&B-inspired music. And they're, so everything's kind of a rap battle. And it's like, which all makes me fucking cringe when people do that shit on hey, YouTube I'm or Hamilton. anything anyway. You want some, son? I'm Hamilton. <laughs> some of the lines are not much more creative than oh, that. It's go. just like... It's a con- it's constantly it's it's constant conversations with the big old confirmation of the conversation I had with you, sir. Sir, I had a conversation and I had the fucking nation. It's like all shit like that, and I'm like, I wanted, I was very kind to my wife because she was enjoying it, and I kept my snarky comments to a minimum. But fuck, it was two hours and forty minutes. Jesse says, "Oh come on, the king is pretty funny." So the king is the only semi funny part, but even then. Part of his chorus is just going that da 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 da, and I'm like, what the? Because f-? like he's fairly smartly, because it's basically him like in a relationship with America, and he's like, as it's crumbling, he talks about it like, you know, you should just be back with me and things, mm. and it's like, okay, but it's like, so it's like Monty Python esque that part, right. um, but even then, that's not a, that's like five minutes total of a two and a half hour fucking. Thing. So <laughs> this uh, is a two and a half hour. It's just fuck oh, it's so fucking. <laughs> it's so fucking long and repetitive. It's like it's 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 the most words I've ever heard in a musical because it's just it's like so fast. Again, big ups to Lin Manuel Miranda for like accomplishing something, and they're telling you about history, which is cool. But and obviously they're giving like the entire cast is people of color, and it's very progressive and all that stuff. Uh, and because they want to tell the story that Andrew Hamilton also like. Also, want was like anti-slavery very early on mm-hmm. in the revolution. So, great, all good stuff. But yeah. com- it just made me hate every aspect of it because yeah. it was just fucking. I remember I saw Rent in the theaters. Oh fuck! Because uh, yeah, yeah, the person I was seeing at the you time. you also got dragged to Stomp with your football crew. No, Stomp was <laughs> Stomp was Chris's 18th birthday. His mom. <laughs> 
spot a bunch of 17 and 18 year olds yes. males, a limo straight males <laughs> a limo and tickets to go see stomp in la which was like an hour away as his 18th birthday party and we're like a surprise okay. correct and chris yeah. not a fan of musicals either no and that's not even a musical it's just weird yeah but it's weird, and like I we have were the also only... seen Stomp yeah, at yeah. the Pantages Theater. Oh yeah, I, I think that's probably where it was. And then uh, we, um, yeah, all went there. We were the only like not family there, just a bunch of dudes. And then we convinced the limo driver to take us to a strip club afterwards, where some of us, including me, were seventeen and we still got it. <laughs> so that's, I mean, yeah, that's a pretty big yin yang. Yeah, night, yeah, though. yeah. So well, it all we're balanced like, hey, out. Hey, we got. Taking this thing, right. we're now going to do the ultimate we opposite. Go act extra straight, guys. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're getting hard I like I am, bro. Also hard. I, I had to make sure everyone was hard, so I walked around and checked. And you it know. sounded like you said, "I watched everyone's arsehole hard." Assholes <laughs> <laughs> hard. Oh, um, uh, they said yes, as Joey suggests. Yep. It's seven and a half Chased. hours worth of lyrics crammed into three yes. hours. Hot to or no. Perfect take, I should yeah, say. There you go. Uh, Goldilocks take. Yes. Um, yeah. And again, great. Talented, super whatever, great. But it's like, it's just, because it also was, I'm, I'm a victim of the hype train because we had to talk about it at my job. People were fans mm-hmm. of it at my job and wouldn't shut up about it. Mm-hmm. I listened to these fucking songs and whatever. But then I was like, God, I, I, I was like, oh, I think I've heard this song like 17 times. But because it never stops... None of the songs really stand out from each other because mm. the entire thing is one big rap everything. song, yeah. and it's just like fuck, like so annoying. But speaking uh, of which, so to make your wife happy, you did this. Was she happy after? Yes, she, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we, I mean, and and I can always rise above my cynicism and talk about it in yeah. actually, you know, because she was even critical of a couple things, but overall, she liked it a lot. It was just very important for her to see. Um, but because uh, she's yeah. also now she wants, she asked me to do this, so I'm not forcing her to do it. Um, but we had sex. No, <laughs> uh, uh, she's watching. She watched me play the original The Last of Us, which is about a thirteen-hour game, mm-hmm. and she's watching me play The Last of Us Part Two, right. which is a thirty-hour game. Uh, not because I she like, complained about the couch. Uh, no, she likes our old couch because we're but really annoyed with it. our new couch. But I thought she was saying she wanted it set up differently. Oh, she does. There. But we, I figured I, it's fine. Yeah, I kind of, <laughs> I kind of like like Tetris them together so she can have a longer okay uh, footrest, whatever. But because uh, she likes games with like interesting stories to them, you know. But um, but still, doesn't really count for that because she likes watching that. Oh, well. <laughs> but still, um, you know, I'm just tooting my own horn at how <laughs> tough it was to sit there and watch it. Uh, we drank a big modern time stout. Yeah, if you're in your comfortable it. central AC house, yeah. nice new recliners, yeah. have some beers. It's yeah. you know could be a lot worse. Yeah. Uh, what was it? Oh yeah, last week or whatever. It's like. Oh, so Steve, you got fucking a lake house and two cars and yeah. <laughs> a van with a window that We're doesn't like work anymore. Money shaming each yeah. other. <laughs> when you're sitting up in your fucking castle, Kay. Joe, with central AC. Okay, with that 40 HK whatever thing TV up in the stairs. Yeah. And then. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love there. watching yeah. my 40K, 40K TV on the stairwell. Yeah. You know, and you just got that, that, that you know, Psy 4, you know, <laughs> PS. Right. <laughs> it's a PSI uh, 4. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I try to Pressure. run my tires around 30, but. <laughs> um, but yeah, other than that, uh, I think so that takes that care of it. Well, we do have a new patron. Okay. Uh, and yeah, we're going to ex post facto the uh, 
that's how you do in a second. And but, uh, um, while you look for that, but when he said we could start a whole side oh! stream where we live stream Matt twenty four seven, and then we just. <laughs> Uh, tattoo ads on him right. and then sell that. Wow. So Which we could because he's off for the next 20 days. We picked up two new patrons while recording right now. Um, and then, uh, shit, technically this belongs to... Hold on, hold on. Um, yeah, well, fuck. What day was that? Eh, I can't remember. We'll go back to him the next time. But we have a new patron, Brian, B-R-Y-A-N. But we also have a new Galactic Daddy... No, a family friend, uh, oh. Mike Bray. Who's that? That's uh, Mike, our family, our, our my mom's family friend from oh, choir. The, oh, the guy who was making jokes and sending yeah. you memes because he listens to the exactly. show so much. Yeah. <laughs> my, Do we uh, want to plug his business? Uh, I think he works at a hospital. Oh, I thought this was the hairdresser <laughs> person. No, that's Roger. Yeah, right. Um, but uh, wow, thank you, Mike Bray and Brian, Good for your new patron. Twenty five dollars cash. Yeah. Asshole. <laughs> Uh, I can't believe I can't find the fucking previous guy. Which is, oh, here it is. So, sorry. Uh, Chris Corsini sponsored today's How You Doing, Steven? How You Doing, Joey segment. Um, I mean, we could technically go on a little more. The biggest thing, we played some disc golf today and on Thursday. And on Thursday, we went up to the mountains. But yeah. Andy asked if we paid. At the mountains, we gladly pay because that's a nice, giant course that actually needs our money. Uh, we're well, Huntington. we paid them Tuesday for a hamburger that day. Exactly. It was nice. We, you know, reversed up. Uh, where we played and went back and actually paid them because they were closed when we first started. We played in Long Beach today. Nice little free course. Um, we did some barbecuing. It's a little freak course, too. Even though they said, don't hang out with people you don't live with. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, we hung out outside. Because, again, oh, oh. Joey's going college style. What on the us. hell happened? You ripped it out of the plastic and it got so aggressive. Yeah, that's how I usually do it. it uh, well, that's how you do it. <laughs> I will say one thing, Joey. Yes. Because we were barbecue, we were queuing it up. Mm-hmm. You're living that queue life. Yeah. You you brought up the age old question, which mm-hmm. I did a hair of research on. Keep talking. I'm going to get paper towels. Uh, well, you're going to need to defend yourself here in just a second. But we uh, ha- had a nice barbecue down in Mission Viejo. Uh, our one friend cooked up some delicious tri-tip that was marinated. Uh, and Joey brought down some cock meats, some various German cock meats. He then threatened Gorsh Jorner and myself violently and said we were fucking idiots because of the age-old question, which is, do you run the barbecue with the lid down or the lid up? Yep. And Joey's a lid up man, and that's fine. I am not a... I am not a... I'm verse, right? Okay. <laughs> it, it depends on the recipe that I look at and what right. the chef tells me. Okay. Because I'm typically a little more down than up. But you also, you also have like up. an old college barbecue, like a charbroil par- barbecue that maybe doesn't get that hot. It's a gas one. It can only, oh, it gets a heat up. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. No, but in, in my research. Some of us have a Weber. Okay. Charcoal. Take your barbecue and go back to the clubhouse. <laughs> you disgusting pound of shit. Uh, but it was saying, yeah, top up for searing and thinner cuts. This beer smells kind of like pussy. Oh. <laughs> Come on, that's just rude. <laughs> Uh, and lid down for thicker cuts where you want that temperature to rise evenly throughout. So I understand. We and but I did remember too. I'm like, oh, I should bring this whenever we do cocks. I have the little three prong puncture mm-hmm. because the only reason they don't puncture cocks for you is because they don't know if you're going to boil them or or do whatever in beer or water. Right, right. 
So because otherwise they ex- can explode. Yes, because the vice first turned into rippers yes. where they exploded. Kind of like that. And, well, but I mean, if you take the little poker, you can poke them a couple times, yeah. and then it um, lets out just the, steams out enough. Because yeah. people are like, no, that lets out the juices. It's like sausages are stuffed with so much fat, you're not going right, to lose right. any of that. And if they rip, then you lose it all. So not you don't, but I mean, you know, you lose a a large amount. Like a little Freddy Krueger cut. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that was a fun little barbecue. And then Fourth of July, you went to another little Carl Rager. Yeah, a little family then, uh, family shindig. Set yeah. off some safe insaners. There you go. <laughs> there was a war zone everywhere I was. Uh-huh. Uh, Literally every house surrounding us yes. had mortars going off. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was like nonstop where it was just like, like someone within a two or three mile radius was always lighting fireworks off for six hours exactly yeah it was insane um i used to live in santa Ana, where i thought the fireworks were bad before and after fourth of july yeah uh but this was worse than any day there yeah combined well again because no one had an actual event to go to so they're all stuck at houses was was that can pretty full yeah it's it's totally good uh bobani says down only what the fuck so he's a he's a barbecue uh lid down guy no because then you're then you start baking your fucking shit but that's if you have a thicker cut that's where it says thicker cut of what are we talking beef are we talking chicken or both all of it no any it says anything over a half inch you should close it i have read i have read a lot more um a lot more chefs that say keep the fucking grill open with steak because you just get that steak hot as fuck and you sear it for a couple minutes you flip it if you want it rare just just like a pan when you use the cast iron you can you can bake it for a little bit to get that nice medium because it's gonna yeah. burn at some point. So if you're just but searing, you want it to go quick. Mine doesn't. Well, I get I'm medium do, and rare that's, steaks. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. If you want that medium rare, you're fine. And and again, whatever works for you. Okay. <laughs> okay, you fucking idiot. I think it's uh, grill envy. <laughs> and then Bobini said, "Sidetracked by food, check." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no, I will. I will do the lid closed for. Some chicken that I don't buy, people will buy the gigantically thick breasts of chicken, which I don't know what. Well, because you smash the shit out of your chicken too, correct? It depends. Sometimes I'll leave it thick. Um, the chicken I get, I'll get the fucking Whole Foods, the three sixty five or the Mary's, you know, air chilled chicken, right? And the breasts are really big, but they're not crazy, you know, whatever. It depends on what I'm using it for. Um, I'll tenderize them down sometimes, but yeah. Um, but yeah, I find that especially if I'm like coating the chicken in some sauce or whatever, then it just kind of like. It burns all that shit too fast when I have it closed. Hmm. But if I'm doing kind of more of a dry rub on the chicken, then yes, I will sometimes close it for a little while Hmm. just to get it going. And then, uh, because I've also learned that when you buy really good quality meat, especially with chicken, I like almost can't make it dry. Like, it's like I'd have to overcook it for 15 fucking minutes to make it dry. So, Hmm. whereas like shitty chicken somehow, people just like boil it on the grill where it's Because a lot of times. Uh, cheaper chickens injected with water. Right, right, which has salt usually in it, and too. And salt, too, yeah. yeah. So uh, that will burn off uh, much faster. And completely changes how you're going to cook that shit, too. So um, I made some pretty bomb chicken quesadillas yesterday. Um, extra dia? Extra dia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did your... Um, uh, I used the grill press. I oh, used the yeah. long spatula with the grill press on top of that because yep. I did the, yep. the burrito-sized quesadillas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or tortillas, it. it worked really well. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Those the, that weighted press for the cast iron is very nice. Clutch. Yes. 
Um, I kind of want to get one of the round ones or a bigger. I have a rectangular one that's about mm. like yay big, mm-hmm. and it's like just a little too small sometimes for mm-hmm. the, the birds. Boys. Not crazy, but it just it'll barf out the side a little bit if I make it as thin as I want. Right, you know, right. But. Well, see, you got to do that, and then you come back with the thin spatula, and then you press down. Which I, I do, that, and yeah. then thin out the edges. There. I just want it to be one and done though. Too bad, Daddy. <laughs> uh, so yes, yeah. but yeah, overall. Weekend was long and good. We took the day off, had the day off. Uh, It was warm, but again, they closed all the parking at the beaches and such, which I'm I'm fine with closing indoor shit and being safe and masked, but like, I think the beach is one of the safest places you can be. Right. As as the science truly is coming out that outside, it's very difficult to spread. Right. Like, it's very, like... Yeah, know. and at the beach, people naturally socially distance. Like, right. I go to the beach, or I've been going my whole life, yeah. whether it's surfing or hanging out or whatever. Like, you're literally giving someone space. Even on a packed right. day, right. you're never side by side. Like, right. you're like 10 feet plus yeah. People away want from their the own little person. plot of land on the beach. Yeah, e- even if it's just my towel, then a couple feet, you know, yeah. six feet plus, 10 yeah. Someone else is there. You're out in the water. Not you're too spaced far for up. your butt binoculars, huh? Nope. Not from well, <laughs> far enough away so when they I cream in the sand or take a piss, mm-hmm. uh, it's all just my little secret. Because not far enough away. Now you still want to smell those I, rumbly jungles. I will there. go in the water and piss. Yes. Have you? But I know people who will just pile sand around their crotch and piss. Oh my god! No, uh, you go in the ocean. <laughs> but uh, you can make a piss ball and then you can throw that at someone too. <laughs> Uh, I remember that's in school people would do that. Yeah. <laughs> I've never experienced or heard of that, but well, that's, that's a really a good thing. idea. Uh, but yeah, anyway, so I think... Baseballs, huh? <laughs> yum, huh? Uh, and, and the fire pits are like 30, 40 feet away from each other. Right, right. Uh, yeah, so again, bonfire, it's like... Distances. Come fuck. on, guys. Let us let us have this beach. I'm not yeah. trying to be whiny and stuff, but I mean, no, like, no, but it's du- it's it, not it, logical. It's, it's one of literally because it's hot sand, so right. it's not going to live there. Right. It's salty, hot, warmer water, not going to live there. Right. It's UV as fuck. Right. Not going to live there. Right. Like all these things, I'm like, come on, this right. we, we should keep this open. It's illogical right. to have restaurants with only like 60 square feet of outdoor seating area, even if spread six feet apart. Right. It's way less logical. To keep those open when people right. have to go take a piss, even with their masks on, whatever, they're touching the same doorknob. Yeah. Like all Waiters, the, waitresses. Or at the beach, you're not touching any of the same no. grains of sand even. No, no. You know, you're it's ridiculous. in your car, you're walking, you're right. like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's crazy. You're showing your dick to all the kids. Yeah, you know, you're escorted the out. <laughs> you're the handcuffs you're escorted are out as you squirt it out. Exactly. <laughs> and sometimes I escort myself <laughs> out and uh, charge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I escorted myself yes. out. <laughs> These... Oh, thank God. No, no, no. I came on their little yeah. faces. Okay. <laughs> they paid me $20. <laughs> One for every year of the age they told me they were. Nice. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, yeah, it was, a, it was a busy weekend, but it was all fun stuff for the yeah. most part. Yeah. So. yeah, it was very mellow. Especially the Hamilton part. Um, Which I think the next, not this week, but the next following Fridays, I took off. So <laughs> I bought I you some a... tickets to Hamilton. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's a Zoom version, <laughs> so you can actually interact with other people oh my there. God. Ugh, acapella, fuck itself. <laughs> Except um, for best acapella, Carmen San Diego. Carmen San yeah. Diego, and that was her name of rock group. Acapella. Was, oh, it was rock acapella. Mm-hmm. Where in the Where? world is Carmen San Diego? Okay. <laughs> Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. 70s sound effects. Check. <laughs> <laughs> Music bed. <Yeah>. Check. <laughs> Fred Norris ripoff. Check. 
Um, yeah, other than that, uh, there hasn't been much um, ufology news except for... Rain Sprigs in Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, my the only news I see because... Somehow I get every notification of Ryan Sprague <laughs> posting every, every morning. I wake up, Ryan Sprague posted in somewhere in the skies. Well, yeah, he does group. his own post, then he posts in the group, exactly, and then yeah, uh, which I think is because maybe I interact with his post the most. Maybe, it like yeah. it like uh, algorithms. Oh, they're shadow painting, <laughs> stupid thing. Um, but uh, yeah, I see his shit all the time. But he's just talking about how. Unfortunately, Broadway is closed even longer, and so he's out of a job till next year, basically, right, right, which right. is sad. Um, which but, I wonder uh, if he knows someone in Hawaii, because like you'd think yeah. if he's scraping by on Dolores, right, right, then how can he afford a trip? He like said that? his wife does something interesting for work that sounded like yeah, social worky or medically or something. So maybe she makes for money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, a, I think I'm it's a, his girlfriend. Is it his wife? Oh, sorry, I, I meant girlfriend. girlfriend. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm a social worker. <laughs> <laughs> I work socially. I work out problems with your cock. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, like I, maybe he's getting by with her. I don't know. But um, but yeah, I haven't seen much other than Sukalo saying the fucking oh, you're at the seventh level of Jumanji now or whatever. Right. Which I'm assuming seven means because it's the seventh month of the, the right. year, right? Yeah. And uh, I feel like he did some other weird posts. The only slight. Um, the slight controversy I saw uh, is I don't know why they said it. I wonder if that's because there was a, a recent episode of Ancient Aliens on with Nick Pope. Mm. But there's an Ancient Aliens group that is not just about the show Ancient Aliens. It's generally the concept of Ancient Aliens. Mm-hmm. So there's millions of people. They do heavily talk about the show. Um, but it's a lot of just weirdos posting fucking shitty well, memes and yeah. cartoons and, and old ancient art about something. Um, but uh, follow us on Instagram. <laughs> Opening ancient aliens, weird shit uh, for ancient shitty art. But uh, uh, somebody was like, had a post that had like four hundred comments or something in an hour, and it was like, I officially now believe or am sure that Nick Pope is a disinformation agent from the British government, oh, okay, or something like that. So because people were like, why would you believe him anyway? His right. his actual pit like pittance of clearance was total bullshit to begin with. People are like, he's a glorified clerk or what, and I'm oh. like. But then other people were like, but no. they're like, not going to also release what he really, wa- like, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, so anyway, it's oh, not really yes, news. I just pushed a fucking broom. It was just, <laughs> it was just like, I've never seen anyone dislike Nick Pope or say anything yeah, negative about always, him. Yeah. And, and so, everything he's called out makes sense. Yeah, exactly. It is weird that he's famous because it's like he does have that title, but it's right. like he, he doesn't really say anything at the same he, time. Because he's still under he agreement yeah, with yeah. the Ministry of Defense. He will be defense. until he dies. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Speak that out. No. Which that I watched, I did watch an episode of that unexplained with William Shatner. Oh yeah, how was that? Which it was weird. It wasn't very good. Mm. But um, Nick Redfern's in it, and some oh. other people as well. <laughs> he went Scottish. Jammer toes. Not Redfern. Not Redfern. And that. For some reason, I'm tired. I didn't you go have to bed. To till ask yourself. <laughs> I was just should like, I take the jam and, and put it on me toast, <laughs> or or have a. More savory right. treat with that bacon and eggs on me sourdough. Jam it in the asshole. <laughs> uh, but Bandy does say, by the way, keep an eye out for Wilcox prediction. Mm-hmm. They got that Maxwell chick, and she has oh Epstein's yeah yeah files arrest for me. Yeah, because I keep seeing people I got say a junk like mail about like that. <laughs> uh, Trump going like or like joking saying Trump saying, oh so sad to hear uh, whatever this chick died tomorrow. Yeah yeah, <laughs> like she's going to be. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, uh, Wilcox going full bore on promote, still promoting his fucking in ascension classes and right. all partially led by the fuck this fucking guy that survived eight different deer, near death <laughs> deer death experiences yeah. uh, near death experiences. Um, but uh, yeah, pretty. I think it's pretty quiet because I think even the ancient astronaut theorists are like, uh, now is just not the time where ancient aliens is quite as important and we need to worry about like the right. now because they also just don't want to be branded as don't you give a fuck about what's actually going on <laughs> right, whatever right, too right. So. also they're like kind of just on that hairline of your kind of racist right, exactly. so it's like <laughs> do we draw this much attention to where it's these mm-hmm. white guys saying these primitive right. cultures can't do a bunch of stuff by themselves right. so. yeah it's it's funny too because it's it's sad because i don't think any of them actually are consciously racist but they never want to talk about how at least some of the major tenets of ancient astronaut theory are based off of that real society shit and right. old racist groups. Like it's right, very strange, right, right. but um, like just because I would I would respect them to go, hey, I know what they're talking about, and they might have been misguided racist, but I still believe in the science. I don't know, like just not yeah, the yeah. you know has nothing to do with race. It's about whatever. Like I don't, but still, it's a little it's a little too intertwined with Hitler and um, uh, not Goring with. Um, Goebbels or whatever. Yeah, with Steve Gutenberg. Yeah. Um, as we all know, Johnny Five is uh, extraterrestrial. So, yes. Uh, <laughs> he is just dripped from your beard. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm pretty tired too. But uh, you were saying you didn't go to sleep till late last yeah. night. Well, no, I tried to go to sleep. I just like couldn't. Yeah. That happened during the weekend too. It was like Thursday when we were in the mountains disc golfing, came home. I was fucking dead, yeah. dead asleep. Mm-hmm. And then I slept in a bunch this weekend because there was nothing to really like, get up for. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there was like you know like life uh, you know 70s uh, those 70s burp sound effects exactly <laughs> uh, but yeah it was just that wasn't a Bobani's review <laughs> <laughs> no well, yeah the burp sound effects well he said 70s sound like yeah. joking because they said 70s burps right. no they just said there's there's burp sound effects guys no but it said 70s not 70s burps they said there's 70s music sound effects and then burps Oh, I thought it was 70s. Or keyboard sound effects. Yeah. effects, yeah. yeah. Oh, Bobani just wrote check. Yes. Well, either way. <laughs> um, what's it called? But yeah, there was like one one of the nights this week where I just like, maybe because I didn't do a lot either, I just yeah. couldn't fall asleep. Mm-hmm. Where, yeah, last night, like, you kinda, I kinda, it's that annoying, like, drift for like maybe 20 minutes. I don't keep a clock next to my bed because yeah. that's the bad thing of like, you see it and it lights up and you're right, like, right. whatever. But then, yeah, it's just like this tossing and turning. Yep. It's usually the heat and stuff too. Well, like, yeah, the heat definitely. I should have just threw the AC on. And said, I don't know what it. I don't know what the deal is. I'll with probably do that with tonight. my house. But even if we open, up, I mean, we open up the windows upstairs and try to let the heat out that's built up throughout the day because the downstairs is totally cool and whatever. Yeah. But even if our fucking AC is at like sixty six degrees, it's still warm in the in our bedroom until four in the morning, and then it finally is like that perfect cool. I can still put covers yeah, on yeah, temperature, yeah. Or whatever. Well, but, yeah, because like right before. Sun up is the coldest it'll get right. at night, quote unquote. Right. Uh, but yeah, sometimes it's like five in the morning. Mm-hmm. It's down to the sixties, where it's like mid seventies right. until two in the morning. It's like, yeah. well, that's when I should be asleep. My last three hours hot. of sleep are like the best part of the right, <laughs> the right, night. right. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, um, Do you want to take a break? You gotta. I don't have to pee. Are you okay? Yeah. You well, want to pee? Say I don't know. Grab another beverage. Sure. Yeah, I we can do that midway through. Uh, yeah, we're gonna get in the Akashic. <laughs> Record in just a second. <laughs> hey! All right. <laughs> Taking a break. And we're back. 
one last how you doing. We just I discovered three little kittens oh, on yeah. the side of the house right here. Yeah. And I keep jostling the mother, so well, I jostled her twice, yeah. and she's now just sitting on the fence staring at the kitten. So I'm right. going to stay away because I'm like, I want them to be safe. So I was making sure the mom came back, right, right. and then that scared the shit out of her again. But she's yeah. at least there eyeballing them. I put out some food, so hopefully hopefully that doesn't distract their scent. She should still smell them. No, the no food they're not like the birds or anything crime. like that. Right. Like I said, it's a rare mom that abandons kittens like that. Um, believe me. Imagine how many back at the old apartment complex that used to live at with me too. Right, right. Imagine how many people were fucking running through the pool area. Yeah, and they were just you know there was tons of kittens and moms in there. They'd run off for a while, like, right. you know, bring Come the kittens back, back yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, and honestly, you just take it day by just leave them alone, take it day by day. Right, you know, and see. Step put by some step. put some food yeah, put some food out for her so she doesn't have to go too far hunting to, as much. Exactly. You know, but uh, yeah, um, this episode is all about the Akashic Record. Uh, I liked this episode. I liked the focus in it. There was mm-hmm. a lot of there was a lot of repetition, as there a lot usually of blind is. lady. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Baba Vanga. Yeah, I kept uh, thinking Baba Booey. Yeah, yeah. Or Baba Vagina. Right. Um, but, uh, Baba Mangina. Yes. <laughs> uh, Baba, or Baba Chip Chop Juice. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? I obviously always Baba say Juice it. Chop Chip. It is Baba Juice it's Chop Because chip. Bubba was the bottle. Right. Juice is the so bottle liquid. juice and then chop chip. So is and it? bottle juice is milk, and right. chop chip was how he said chocolate chip. Right. So Bubba juice chop and as opposed to the grammatically more correct chop chip Bubba juice is how we Which we think, would say it as I adults. Think, yeah, Bubba chop chip juice. Bubba yeah, juice chop chip. It just yeah. said stupid. This is a Doughboys reference yeah. <laughs> where one of the characters when he was a little kid would ask for chocolate milk in his bottle. By saying Bubba Juice Chop Chip. Right. And it annoys me whenever he says it. <laughs> Dugs. Yes. Um, but uh, I like this episode. I like the focus on it. Um, Wilcock literally says the same thing on this episode like seven times. Mm-hmm. He constantly is just saying, and because the brain is an antenna t- tuned to these cosmic waves or quantum waves, then extraterrestrials can talk to us through it and push our society with words in our brains like he just constantly says that over and over again right right um but i like that they i like that they said let's talk about the akashic record mm-hmm. and they really were like hey let's talk about what the fuck it's even made of like let's go into the science of the akashic record so that's like that's my favorite part of ancient aliens or all this stuff it's like where does the mythology meet science and you go oh it actually kind of makes sense, you right, know, the way right, it's described. Right. This so is where it all comes together. Um, but they talk about how the entire universe is made of electromagnetism or whatever. Right. There's there's electromagnetism running throughout everything. It's what makes our digital age possible. Digital, um, yeah. And it makes it makes. They talk about the cloud a lot. They really bookend the episode right. with the concept of the cloud, um, and uh, they have that fucking weirdo futurist guy, Gray Scott, on again. Yeah. Uh, which that name is really exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but he's this like he he's a little less pretentious in this episode. I think he was on in 2015. This is now 2017 in the episodes, mm-hmm. uh, the episode run. But um, he's apparently he's like one of those. If you read about him, he was like a child genius that predicted all this stuff. But then it's like, well, why don't we hear about him more? Why isn't he Elon Musk or right, something right, right. like that too? But Get a nice little Musk. I Are think you're gonna I, vote for Elon and Kanye. 
Wait, is Elon running with Kanye? Apparently. Oh, wow. It's Kanye running, and Elon's a part of it. He's like, I will support you, fucking whatever. So they're saying he might be like vice president <laughs> or something. Elon Musk. Because well, he talks imitation. Kind of He's South African. Almost, yeah, a little fucking wild. wild and, yeah. 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 Well, oh, my Elon Musk, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Got these fucking prawns everywhere. <laughs> I can make fucking underground tunnels for the kangaroo network down yeah. here in South Africa. <laughs> <laughs> the bland is red. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. <laughs> On um, my wrist. <laughs> also blew my wife's mind because she always, even though, even, even though she knows, if you asked her separately out of context of Big Thunder Mountain, the ride at Disneyland, oh, right, Disney World. Right, right, right. She would say, goats say bah or something, right? Yeah. But because they play the coyote sound, right when <laughs> the goat <laughs> is chewing on the dynamite and does say bah, she thought the goat was also saying yip, 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 yip as you're going yeah, above yeah, yeah. the big crest down to the big exactly. drop. <laughs> For all you local SoCal yes. Disneyland. <laughs> hey, Bo Bandy's been to Disney. Yeah. As they call it, Disney over there, not Disney World, which is what it's fucking called. Right, not land. Ugh. Um, but they go, oh, we're going down. Like New Yorkers, we're going down to Disney. Oh, but it's called Disney World, you fucking yeah. idiots. We're going down to D-World. Right. Okay, we'll take that. <laughs> the world. Yeah. Um, but uh, this this huge, the, the cloud as, this huge cloud, this cloud, huge. the cloud as we know it uh, as a technological uh, wireless repository of information, or like, let's say decentralized repository of information, was first proposed by J.C.R. Licklider. <laughs> Because uh, he looks a little too hard <laughs> uh, in <laughs> the 1960s. I was thinking of you know, a little Bernie lick. <laughs> lick last. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, there's a there's a lighter that you lick to, yeah. to light the, yeah, fi- the flame. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's called lick. <laughs> West Coast smugness check. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then we take a little... Tr- oh, sorry. But what if the idea of the cloud were much, much older... Uh, we take a little trip to Raishur, India. Uh, this is the temple of Narada. And Narada was a guy uh, in Hindu mythology that was a sage who could access the realm of cosmic knowledge. So uh, Jonathan Young comes comes on and he, he says a lot of like, he's describing the story of Narada and he, he just says a lot of like, in the Rahamana, hmm. Narada did the Anabakata yeah. and Analanamana. Anamanapia. Right. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, Lane Little is on for one second, and he's the fucking little steampunk fuck. If he was big, then it makes sense to be more. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, the fact that he's so pretentious and arrogant that he so- he wants to call himself a little when he's clearly a big stocky dude mm-hmm. um, is frustrating. He has the little fucking Harry Potter glasses. The little, the mini handlebar mustache, the fucking um, soul patch thing. Like, oh, God, it's like, drives me insane. Uh, But he, and he has a full steampunk, like, uh, uh, post Victorian tuxedo, like 1910 fucking vest and all this shit on there and everything. Uh, And he just says the same thing that uh, Jonathan Young said before. He's like, no, Narada could actually see into this realm and almost walk along the fabric of space-time and get this knowledge and whatever. So he's like a... He says he looks like Associate Bob. He does, yeah. (laughs) Um, And he... But yeah, he's a a professor of, like, religious studies at the University of Sacramento or something like that. Sac State, baby! (laughs) Um, It is a Sac State. Yes, West Coast Swingness. (laughs) (laughs) This is the Sackiest State. Uh... (laughs) And the balls are generally the biggest <laughs> over here. Um, I really 
swing the curve on that exactly. one. Exactly. So. Yeah. The lowest <laughs> of hanging fruit. Right. <laughs> um, they go into what the meaning of Akasha, which is in, as in Akashic, means. So Akasha is the official Buddhist name of the realm. That's where we get the Akashic uh, realm, whatever. And it just means sky. So um, they have the the guy whose also name is Deepak. He's a doctor of Hindu study. He's, he's been on he most like of the, the season. He Seb 3 tickets and stuff. Exactly. And, yes. Yeah, larger projects. <laughs> <laughs> he updates the Jira tickets, yeah, yeah. Um, which is f- funny I've because, him. He's super because nice. Jira sounds like an Indian word. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Update the Jira, yeah. um, but uh, but anyway, he says like he back then they were the 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 Indian Buddhists were saying that all the information that you could ever know is written in the sky, like it's already there. And you're just an access point to it, right? You can just, oh, you know, you're a little, yeah, you're a little, we're all little Wi-Fi routers. Yeah, yeah. So, um, why not Wi-Fi? <laughs> they have, uh, they got Deepak Chopra himself, the fucking king of meditation and right. alternative medicine and all that kind of stuff. Which again, um, why do you always have to have ornate shit? Right. Exactly. Like he has the diamond fucking crusted oh. little glasses and crap. It's like, dude, that mm-hmm. just makes you seem sleazy. I know. And you're just doing this for money. Like they but always I, have. I never said I was Gandhi. Okay. <laughs> Piece of shit. He does seem pretty nonplussed to be on this show the whole time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Later on, when he meets Giorgio at the neurology center, right. he doesn't even move his lips. Giorgio's like, oh my gosh, Dr. Chopra, yeah. it's so nice to meet you. And he literally is looking kind of not even at him and he's like, Nice to meet you. He doesn't even almost want to acknowledge him or something. But yeah. and I I'm, I tried to be do a little work for Giorgio and be like, oh maybe I'm he's just trying Giorgio. to maybe <laughs> maybe he's trying to get into his meditative state or something. I don't know. But it was very it was very awkward. Right. Right. Because I, I wanted to say like, oh maybe Deepak Chopra is not good on camera. I'm like, no. Like he made a name a name for himself on like late night shows right, and shit right, like right, that right. too. But um, anyway they. It's interesting too because they're basically saying that that the akashic record is quantum enta- the concept of quantum entanglement where right. all information can be communicated instantly av- across any distance which means there's a vast fucking network or field of all of this information happening all at once. Right, right. And because quantum particles don't really follow the same rules of time that bigger particles do, yeah. then you have the past, present, and future all kind of happening at once, right? Right, right, right. Because it's all just so fast. Um, uh, we get a we get a George Nori story here. <laughs> it's so funny because they have Deepak Chopra, who, Cho- Chopra, who's like this pretty well-respected expert yeah, thought yeah. leader in the world of meditation and spirituality and new age stuff and everything. And then George Nori's like, <laughs> I've always called the universe the wireless network. <laughs> Like, shut the fuck I up. I made up. Yeah. yeah. Where information is just out there and stored from all our minds and memories from every creature in the universe. This bank of knowledge has been with us since the formation of the universe. Says the universe four times there. Yeah. Um, Gray Scott is like, oh, oh this is where, uh, I don't really know. He kind of just has like a a kind of pompous, what, just white dude voice, yeah, you know? Yeah. He's got like big liver lips and stuff and... Striking blue eyes, like yes. a certain someone mm-hmm. I know, uh, with your, uh, including the liver lips. <laughs> now purse those uh, lips out and give me a kiss. Um, but he says that this is where all art, science, inventions, every our understanding of everything right. that's moved things along in evolution has come from. And that this is where he almost seems with his fucking bright white skin, like albino motif overall. Right. He has his like hair dyed gray, like my first name, apparently. 
and uh, and he and he constantly is saying in this episode. Now he literally says later, like, now some of us are a little less evolved than others, and right. some can just access this information better. You know, I'm like, oh, and I'm sure you're one of those yeah, people exactly. too. Um, but um, we get our first Sukler here, and he says. I don't know what point he's trying to make because they've made this point a billion times over on the series. He's like, I believe that the Akashic Record, uh, sick, the Akashic Record, <laughs> it's even something that extraterrestrials could tap into. And I'm like, no shit. You guys are fucking right, saying right, that they're talking right. to people telepathically all the time and downloading information directly into my balls um, <clears throat> to tell my wife what my children should look like. Right. It's nice. Um, but uh, they have Caroline Corey on who's also really big in the meditation world Um, she writes a lot of books she's done a lot of films or whatever I believe Ryan Stanger from the Action Boys podcast and the Dumbbells podcast uh, he tells a story how he had like a like a two day appointment with her or something where she she taught him because she's she's kind of like I don't think it's her but she's like one of the people that like Howard Stern went to back in the day right. to learn transcendental meditation before it was like a trending thing. Right, right, right. And because uh, Stanger was like, oh, it's a lot of fucking money, but she literally talks to you for like nine hours. You go fucking have breakfast, lunch, and dinner with her. Like it's a whole day. And then the next day or a week later, she comes back with all stuff and like comes up with a tailored meditation oh, okay. plan for you and all this stuff. Um, but it helped him to, he said it totally worked. It helped him to not have food cravings late at night and to actually have like a sleep like put myself to sleep yeah meditations like well that's uh, like that session meditation center chris would go to right 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 where it's like the zen buddhism one yeah yeah yeah. yeah. it's like you go there and there were times he would go all weekend it's like Mm -hmm. this is a meditation weekend you're not going to talk for three days yeah yeah whatever whatever yeah it's pretty gnarly yeah the retreats that they would do um but um oh they ask what happens so oh sorry caroline sorry canadian sorry um, Caroline Corey is on and she talks about how the kind of key, like even you could be a genius, could naturally be attuned to it, whatever, but everyone could technically access this higher cosmic consciousness if they learned how to meditate properly. It's turning off the active brain and letting the subconscious, all the, all the latent parts of your mind interact with this other dimension yeah. basically. Um, so then they go, which I really appreciate. They go, Hey, so what happens to the brain during meditation to maybe allow this to happen? And this is the... Again, March 2017. Not sure. If I, this one might be true. I don't know because he looks right. like current Sooks, but um, they're obsessed with fucking dating all of these on-location Well, you know, sessions. they're just on Bumble like crazy. They just need to date them all. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in March 2017, uh, Sooks meets uh, a Dr. Nardi, um, who is... <laughs> I forgot I wrote this. Dr. Nardi, a big, bald neuroscientist. <laughs> well, he's got some wolfman nards. Oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, and they got Chopra there in the fucking room with a window in front of it. So uh, Nardi's kind of quirky. And by quirky, you mean, I mean a pedophile-looking type, of, like yeah. the way he sounds. But um, uh, this is when there's the awkward meeting between Giorgio and Deepak Chopra, <laughs> where he liplessly says, nice to meet you. Um, they, ho- they hook uh, Chopra's head up to a bunch of neurosensors to see what happens to the major segments of the brain while he's going from waking to meditation. So, um, and his brain activity, it's going from, it's a heat map, right? It's like red and orange and it's kind of pulsing in different parts. Mm -hmm. And as he's calming himself down and meditating, which he as a pro can do in like a few minutes, like all the brain activity starts going dark and Nardi gets fucking stoked here. He literally is like, (laughs) 
he's like, he's like, yeah, there we go. Oh, beautiful. Okay, <laughs> like he's man. watching a fucking <laughs> sports game or something. Yeah. Um, but uh, what Chopra can do is kind of actively shut down everything. And then during, as he gets deeper in meditation, he reactivates his visual cortex, which doesn't usually, most people can't do that until they're dreaming. Mm. So um, he's kind of shutting down the active parts of his his senses and then he's like starting to visualize things because that's really what meditation is, is you start to visualize things in your mind, yeah. um, process things, think about things, whatever. And uh, and you start seeing it kind of pulse a little bit in right, there, meaning right. he's deep in that meditative state and kind of somewhere else, like consciously, right? Yeah. And Suk says, uh, uh, what's fascinating is that Dr. Chopra's sitting there motionless, but look at all that activity. And he's pointing to a zipper down there. Choo-choo. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and and Nardi is like, yes, he has very <laughs> conscious control of his brain activity and all this, all these inner worlds that he can activate or not. He's very impressed with them. Right. Um, I've never seen a stranger neuroscientist. They've had a good chunk on this show yeah. in and of itself, but he's like, he looks like he's wearing a human skin of yeah. somebody else, <laughs> or something like that. But um, they cut back to there's a lot of Nobel Prize people on this show. Uh, they cut back to Tuscany in 2004. Uh, Nobel Prize, but Nobel Price. Uh, what's the Oops. Nobel Prize? There you go. Um, Irvin Laszlo, uh, and he is a guy that found evidence of the Akashic field. So uh, they have Jonathan Brandenburg, and he's on to talk about um, the Akashic field. I, I don't. They don't have Lazio. I don't know if he's dead or didn't want to be on the show or whatever. Um, but uh, Brandenburg's talking about the Akashic field and its connection to the zero-point energy field that Einstein discovered back in the fucking 30s or whatever. Um, And Einstein's theory was that all of the physical information in the universe has like a zero-point, like a source, right? Like, And and Mm -hmm. it's all there, right? Um, It's all recorded there. And so Brandenburg says, though, that the Akashic field is the zero-point field, but also holding all intellectual information as well. Okay. Basically that, oh, because our minds, like like Travis Taylor, right? Because yeah. our minds are made up of the same quantum particles as everything else, uh, our bodies, everything too, there should be, uh, there should be, there shouldn't, there's no reason that it would only be the physical parts of planets and asteroids and whatever. It would also be everything that was made of those same particles, right? right? So this guy, Laszlo, had a paper that proved mathematically this was true or something. So, oh, and here, I kind of like this too, where they talk about how the way that all of this information travels is called quantum energy waves. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what kind of instantaneously, I don't know if, it seems like what they're saying is if you're thinking of quantum entanglement, right, where like two particles can, uh, you know, eight trillion billion fucking miles apart if they were split at one point or whatever, mm-hmm. they can like talk to each other, right, instantaneously no matter what the distance Um but completely negating the space between them. Right. So it's almost like they're saying the quantum waves is what is that communication between them or something like that. But um, but yeah, it's it's it. These quantum waves are what are common to all what they're saying are like minds, like conscious minds in the mm-hmm. universe. Um, and we get a Wilcock trip here from David Wilcock, Five Heads at Freddy's, and he says this idea of an intelligent informational field that we can access with our consciousness is not pseudoscience. It is not superstition. It is a basic fact that our scientists are finding out is really true. Uh, Nobel Prize winner, not just nominee, Richard Feynman, 
publishes a uh, a paper called The Strange Theory of Light and Matter, and he explored that the electrons in our brains are what are affected by these quantum waves. Mm-hmm. And so that's the Travis Taylor shit that we talked right. about at from AlienCon 2019, yeah. um, where he talked about how, our as I've said many times on the show, our brains are quantum computers. They're not logic gate computers like the computers we still use right now. Right. Um, and, uh, and it's not that wish shit. That's where Travis Taylor's like, oh, the wish explains quantum mm. shit. But again, all mm-hmm. these people are like, yeah, the wish is bullshit, all that kind of crap. It's right. real. Uh, or the secret. Or the mean. secret. Yes, exactly. Wish. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think oh, is a book. I wish. It's a book about an evil genie. Oh. Bo Bandy's out. We'll oh. see you on the flip side, Bo Band. Uh, have a good night, Bo. Um, blah, 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 blah. Oh, Brandenburg comes on and confirms that, yes, like our brains are basically like a radio receiver. And he said that quantumly, a lot of the the Feynman proved that you could get information from the past at the quantum level, but that at the quantum level as well, it would have to balance itself out by having information from the future too. Mm-hmm. I didn't really understand that. It kind of made sense because everything has to be kind of in balance with right, science right. shit. But uh, that's a pretty cool concept. Pretty cool concept. Oh, um, yeah. But um, and Wilcox trips here again and says this could mean that intelligent civilizations could send complex information to us by quantum wave propagation or other means. They could be nudging society along through what people call visions, which could be nothing more than a radio broadcast through the Akashic Record. So he pretty much just says that a bunch more times this episode. Yeah. Um, and But I also ask after he says this, after he drips about this, if that's true, though, then why isn't the foundation of ancient astronaut theory that all of all of this knowledge is coming to humans remotely via telepathy. That's one small portion of what they talk about mm-hmm. because the other massive portion is UFOs physically come here with physical aliens to move fucking rocks and teach us how to right. move rocks with sound yeah, and this and that and whatever. With rocks. They have to mine gold and do all this bullshit. It's like right. if they can be wherever they are throughout time and space right. and communicate with other life I feel like it's really inefficient to actually have to enter Earth's atmosphere and fuck with us and do things right, with us. Right. Like it seems ridiculous. I don't know. It's it, it's like the the Akashic record kind of makes everything so clean, right? Like it's all just wireless information transfer. Well, and it's also we should do a thing on Andrew Bartice. Mm-hmm. That was that guy who's always like, well, you know. The, the galactic wars and this and that and all yeah, like, yeah. just rattling off weird shit right and it's like the akashic record to him at least when he taps into it, it's like yeah the most up-to-date version because it's right, like right. it's always changing they say that later that like are aliens that. uploading new info into them like, because it's like well like, if you can see into the future because that's what it's looking in the past right. and all knowledge then why can't we just see everything but it's like right. well it's always changing and right your actions with the take you with infinitude of real- potential reality yeah. or something that also then negates what it is then. It's like, it's right. always changing, so, right. so it's whatever it's I need infinite, it to be right, right now. Right. <laughs> At least looking forward. Looking yeah, yeah. in the past, it should always be. Right. You just same, see Hilldale, 1955, right, right, and the right. Enchantment of the Sea Dance exactly. over and over and, again. Uh, Calvin uh, Klein. Mr. Sandman song. <laughs> exactly. Mr. Sandman. No, it's Metallica up there singing yeah, exactly. Enter Sandman. <laughs> <laughs> This is your cousin, John Hetfield. <laughs> well, <Hey> then. 
<laughs> this is your cousin, Jimmy Ulrich. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know the hey, other man. two guys of Metallica's yeah. last name. <laughs> uh, I'm blinking right now, too, because the bass player died. Right. Uh, no, that's James Hetfield. Yes. God, what was that bass player? He freaking died in the, the bus accident. Right, right, right. Because then they had the uh, the goateed, short-haired bass player guy. Well, there's a, yeah, the, which also the, was like, James dude. <laughs> but he was like the uh, ginger-looking dude was the newer bass player that's been in the band ever since. Maybe there's that little uh, Latin man who does all the horror stuff. Oh, yeah, with his, his fucking name. It's like Edwin or some fucking... No. Yeah. It's, uh... <laughs> well, I'm just saying it's Don't not make Edwin. me be looking up these metallic <laughs> names up in here. Anyways, uh, <laughs> all you guys, I'm your cousins... <laughs> The bit is funny. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like, why are aliens going to physically come here and move rocks and shit if they could just transfer all this information via visions, which would be the number one like medium, unlike Broadway, the number one medium that would effectively teach uh, ancient, highly religious people right. how to do things, right? That's how you do it. Because <laughs> um, with that, with that level of manipulation of the mind, couldn't you even make them believe that something was physically there with you? You know what I mean? Like yeah, just like yeah, on yeah. paranormal stuff, right? Right. Is this actually a ghost? Is it just a living person from another dimension that can't interact with you? Like I don't know. Yeah. Um, oh, and I wrote maybe the prehistoric and the advanced prehistoric, uh, what I dubbed the Hancockian humans, like the yeah. the ancient but more advanced race. Maybe they could access this Akashic record, and that's why their technology was so advanced, but not necessarily in the way that we have with like silicon chips and silicon yeah. breast implants, right? Right. Silicon dildos and things like right. that. Silicon wang noodles. <laughs> uh, Kirk Hammett, Grove, Grove Snakes. Ah, so there we that's go. True. He had a horror convention. He does all sorts. He's mm. all into like Comic Con types. Yeah, yeah. Stuff. Didn't he like write a comic or something like that? He's into comic conning type stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is where we go on to uh, the old blind Bulgarian gal. Uh, her name is Vangelia, uh, not Vaginala. Yeah. Baba um, uh, Booyang. <laughs> uh, she's from Bulgaria. She, As a young girl, she was swept up into a tornado Oops. and got a bunch of sand and dirt impacted in her eyes. And it cost her her sight over the next few months as her eyes kind of healed up. Yeah. Um, but afterwards, she could then predict the future with very vivid visions mm -hmm. uh i'm not even gonna name his name but there's some fucking asshole on here that literally makes his entire motif uh so that he looks like nostradamus he has the big oh. beard the fucking head the, re the renaissance head wrap thing and the fucking scarf i'm like oh, go fuck yourself right, fucking right, and he's a nostradamus expert i'm like Again, dude, <laughs> you're not doing yourself any favors. Right. You don't have to look like the guy you're obsessed with, you fucking tool. Like, right, I just, right, oh, right, like right. it made me so mad. But because um, he's the guy at a party that uh, will have an interesting conversation with you and then want to be have you and your wife be a third and fourth for him <laughs> and his partner or something like that. Yeah, but as they uh, sit Indian style, passing weed around. Uh, deep cut. Well, uh, I made this jacket for some sort of weird festival, and it's, you know, I was looking for... It was for Edwardian red, Fest, thank you. Yeah, red velvet <laughs> jacket, and I'm just looking for... Uh, do you suck cock, Joey? <laughs> I'm between work right now. Do you suck cock? <laughs> I'm going to go flirt with your wife, too. Yeah. Um, but Happy New Year. <laughs> um, anyway, she was so accurate through the decades, uh, and she earned the name of Baba Vanga, and uh, they called her the Nostradamus of the Balkans. 
And uh, Medallion Man William Henry comes on with an amulet assertion. <laughs> uh, God, he's got a three-part intro. I don't know if he deserves that that much. But um, he says, uh, Baba Vanka said that she could see in her mind's eye. And when she would look at a person, she could see their whole life from birth to death as if she were watching a movie. And then I was like, had she ever seen a movie? Because I think the accident happened when she was like in like 1910 or right. something. Which maybe there was some silenties. Yeah, those were talk. Yeah, the talkies <laughs> some, hadn't some, come in. There were quieties first. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, um, scientists in Soviet Russia and in Bulgaria and some other fucking places. In Russia, movie watches you. Right. <laughs> um, they started testing her uh, predictions and she was about 80% accurate, which is pretty crazy. Uh, she predicted 9-11 in 1989. Uh, it was like, the great country will have uh, steel birds crash into the two money build. It's like, it, was, it was pretty mm. accurate sounding. Um, she predicted the 2004 Indonesia earthquake and, su- and then uh, ensuing tsunami afterwards. That one was a little more Nostradamus-like, where it was kind of vague that say, it could like, be anything. So the, the, the one sort of thing that says, fuck all the not- Nostradamus stuff, yeah. uh, is tell me something... You can prevent or tell me something right. before the fact and then we watch it happen. Exactly. Then I will believe you. Yeah. But until then, you're just going back and looking and right. it's like you can piece together what you want and say, well, this is the vowels are flipped and you got to go right. upside down in this and like all these it's things. It's like, like the Nostradamus code. Then just fucking tell me something that's going to happen mm-hmm. and let's see if it actually happens. Because Nostradamus was notorious. Oh, God, I'm sounding like right. Hamilton again. There you go. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Aborious. Notorious. <laughs> It was aborious. Um, he was notorious for having very vague, uh, very, very like uh, like you were saying, hyper like hundreds and hundreds of years early or in the past predictions. Where right. it's like I don't know how something in the past like because he talked about like the fall of the Roman Empire, but he was in the Renaissance or something. I don't know, but yeah, I'm sure I'm fucking that up. But he there's something crazy where if you look at his statistics mm-hmm. of of what the, even the skeptic would say, okay, this is actually an extremely accurate, like a slot machine, like an extremely accurate jackpot of information that actually ended up happening a few hundred years later, that makes up like less than 1% of his like 10,000 predictions he wrote down. Right. And it's like, okay. Yeah, if <laughs> you, you wouldn't, go back you wouldn't say and, You wouldn't say yeah. this slot machine is my job and gives me a paycheck every two weeks. Right, like, right, right. That's like, it's like, no, you only win... You're gonna win that jackpot like twice in two months, then not yeah. for a year, and then you know. Can it's, I it's, consistently go to this right. and get money? No, and get free and drinks with diet coke and a cherry. In exactly, it. and pay the waitress a dollar. The elderly lady who's walking by, and I don't have any cash for. But mm. I'm staring at her tits because right. her cleavage is big and leathery, and but not elderly. quite Bacon Canyon yeah. level. But you're drunk, and it's still nice just to see that, right. just to have just that motherly gander. energy <laughs> emanating from her boobs. Right. Um, but. Um, she uh the the most accurate one that they say on the show from Baba Vanga is she literally says the forty fourth president of the United States will be an African American man and everyone will put their hopes in him. And I was like, Okay, that's pretty fuck uh, you gave Specific, literally yeah. he's the forty fourth president and he'll be a black guy. That's enough for I mean, that's a pretty cool one, I guess, yeah. you know. But um she also talked a lot about seeing invisible aliens, extraterrestrials that looked like clear reflections of water shimmering. So maybe she was just watching the abyss. Yeah. Um, but uh, we got a Childress chime in here. I think maybe the only one or the one of two. And he says, you have to wonder with this bitch. No, he's like, he's kind of like, incredulous. He's like, yeah, you have to wonder with her. I mean, where she was getting this information. Is it 
possible that she was able to access some kind of knowledge that's out there that normal people cannot access? They are showing pictures of her quite a bit, and her eyes oh, are like melded up. shut, and it's kind of disturbing looking. She looks like a dead person that they're weekend and Bernie's around, Bernie's yeah, in yeah, around, yeah, yeah. you yeah. know. Um, they also <sighs> completely disrespect her. Like they're very respectful the whole time talking about her. And then they show a weird still shot, like a, a, just a photo, of two people like kind of holding her arms like she's getting up out of her wheelchair. And they put this shitty blue CG like energy. It looks like a fucking, like an, a middle school kid's doodle around someone's head going Super Saiyan or something. It was like, why did you show? Because yeah. it's like, can, can she access this? And it's like, like a dumb little fire halo around her head. Um, but uh, they go into Nostradamus a bit. I don't care. And how he fucking looks into the cosmic Captain realm or whatever, whatever. and it's yeah. like, I don't give a fuck about him. Um, but uh, uh, I'm glad they didn't spend too much time on him because that guy that looks just like him, he's like a, he's got like eight talking head moments on this episode. He's like the Baba. He's the, the prophet expert, I guess. Right. But um, they go to the next episode where they're going to rehash Geniuses and Tesla, which they've done in individual episodes about Geniuses and Nikolai Tesla. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, it's not too bad. They talk about like synchronous thought, right? Where like two people will invent something exactly the same at roughly the same time without having any idea that the other person is researching this, doing this or whatever. Sometimes the product of years of research and experimentation, right? right? And uh, um, they give examples like Einstein and a French scientist named Poincaré with relativity. Theory of relativity. uh, Tesla and Marconi with the radio. And then uh, the phone with Bell and Gray, too. It's Alicia Gray and uh, Graham Bell. Um, so that is pretty crazy. And also, they forgot to mention Dante's Peak and Volcano. Yes. Forgot to mention Deep Impact and Armageddon. Armageddon, you know. <laughs> uh, those are legit some of the biggest examples, Liv though. Tyler, Steven Tyler. <laughs> Uh, well, she was in it, and he sang the song. Yes, and well, <laughs> even though it's a little bit further off, but Illusionist and uh, mm. the Prestige, exactly. Yeah, um, and it's funny because Nikolai Tesla featured in the Prestige, played exactly. by David Bowie. Um, but um, anyway, it is a very interesting concept and in how that happens. Yeah, they give a couple modern examples too. Well, this is modern, but uh, they talk about during World War II, a German. And British scientists, so two guys on opposite sides of the war, created the jet engine at roughly the same time. It would have been interesting to go into like why one got the credit and why the other one didn't. Like, why did Einstein get the credit over this point care guy? I, I don't know. But right. um, well, maybe they just had the prestige uh, <laughs> at the time to to go out and promote. No, their this idea. is what we're only at the turn. Okay, <laughs> not the end yet. This is where you smash the bird. Because you got to fucking, fucking make a few sacrifices to make a magic trick. Yeah. Gotta have a little bit of raw sal- <laughs> cellulite. <laughs> uh, I'm telling you, sir, salmonella. you need a girl. You need a girl. <laughs> Master Wayne, you need a girl with a little more raw cellulite. <laughs> well, if I had that, <laughs> I don't know. Because <laughs> I made the tumbler. <laughs> and this is a man you want to threaten? Good luck. <laughs> I love that part <laughs> of Batman ends. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's when uh, the one guy tries to blackmail Bruce Wayne. Exactly. And uh, what? Robert Redford. Phidias? No, no, no. The younger guy. He's like, oh yeah, this, that's this uh, designs pancake yeah, yeah. shit out there, and it's uh, <laughs> this design gave me pancake shits. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what's his face? Uh, 
the guy who plays God and the Morgan uh, Freeman, Morgan Freeman, Lucius Fox, and exactly. the character. Yeah. Yes. And that's where he's like, <laughs> and you're telling me this guy who goes out and does this is yeah. who you want to blackmail? Right. Good luck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Didn't you get the memo? Oh, yeah. it was fucking uh, John Voight or something in one of those episodes, wasn't it? No, it's a young, like, dumb guy. It's a youngling from the Jedi Academy? Yes, exactly. Oh, okay. Well, kind of. It's a round-faced young man. I know what you're talking about, but I'm confusing two. There's there's some, in one. I think in the third movie, in The Dark Knight Rises, there's the, one of the guys is like, oh, didn't you get the memo? And like he fires Lucius no, the, Fox and whatever. Yeah, And no, then Lucius Fox says that again. This is on. in the Joker one. Which one's that one? Oh, the middle one. You're right. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. he's like, I want $10 million dollars a year for yeah. the rest of my life and blah, blah, blah. Right, right, and right. he's like, oh, I know. Yes, oh, I know you're going to say now. this and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, All right, good luck. That dumb low. Yeah, good <laughs> luck, my friend. So you want to turn your head. I'm the Lord <laughs> and Savior. I cheated on my wife. Yeah, with my <laughs> nanny. Um, <laughs> that is great. It's like Schwarzenegger, Freeman. Hugh Grant, like all fucking cheated on their fucking wife with their nannies, I think. Yeah. Um, Pro Snake whistles, points up, <laughs> and he says, These are discussions with between Childress and his pilot. Well, they're trying to wedge in. Oh, yeah, he's a obsessed. Bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, we get a Sukler here, and he <laughs> says, He gives another example. He's like, A Japanese and Canadian scientist were recently a thousand miles apart in Japan. No, uh, a thousand miles apart, and at the same time, they discovered that neutrinos have mass, and one has to wonder if both scientists tapped into what is known as the Akashic Record. Um, this guy, Gray Scott, comes on and says the same exact thing, that not everyone is quite as evolved, and this infer- he's, he's like, what if all the discoveries are in the room with you, but some of us just have to be a little more evolved to access it? Right. Um, Wilcox says the same thing. And says that o- he says that only aliens are the ones introducing information into this field, and that's why, like, all of a sudden, two people come to access it. <laughs> two people come oh while they're accessing it. Um, knowledge chasm. But uh, uh, that's weird. I don't understand that. I mean, I guess, I guess, even if something's infinite, the parts of it have to start somewhere, right? You know, and it, like someone has to be the first. To experience something, right? Or the first in a line of repetitions to experience it again, I guess. But um, I just know time is a flat circle. Exactly. um, And then I kind of negated that this negates... I negated. Oh, I just made this point. Sorry. This, In a nutshell, this negates the definition of the Akashic Record they're talking about in this show. um, Where they're making the Akashic Record linear... But mm-hmm. it's not. But again, someone has to be the first to, to, exper- to, to to access some of that. I guess the information is sitting there right. for ad, ad infinitum, and they're just the first to go bloop or to whatever. But then, but then he's saying aliens are uploading stuff, which I'm like... At some point, there know. had to be a first, yeah. Right. But it's like, who created the Akashic Record then? Exactly. Creator. They asked, I think they asked that in this too. But um, Tesla described the moment that he came up with the wireless transfer of energy with his Tesla towers right. and stuff. He was like sick to his stomach and it felt like a, a warm white light, like went into his forehead or something. Um, but so he described this as, and it happened multiple other times, but he didn't describe it as like, I meditated and I accessed, like he basically said it was downloaded to him and he called humanity 
uh, basically that we're a bunch of self-propelled robots. Right. So like there's all this in all the information's out there, meaning there isn't really free will, and there's there's all this like script that everything's kind of running by. Yeah. You know. Um, the next segment talks about Baba Vanga and how she dies in 1996. Her home is turned into a museum, and she had some pretty wide-reaching, very like sci-fi in nature prophecies. Um, she says that uh, uh, balance in on Earth between peoples, um, plural meant I meant to say the plural pe- yeah. different peoples will be established when aliens start communicating with humans, which. It's pretty classic sci-fi, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's going to be the, you know, we're, we're all afraid of this more advanced race or races, and we're all going to go, well, we shouldn't be petty with each other. Let's just figure out not yeah. dying, right? As earthlings, not as uh, countries and communities yes. or whatever. She says this will happen by 2130 AD. Uh, we'll colonize the deep ocean with the help of aliens. Uh, we maybe she was watching the abyss. Uh, she uh, she said in 2138 there will be a civil war between the established Mars colony and Earth, and there'll be a nuclear exchange uh, with that war. And by the year 2200, we'll we'll learn a horrible secret that she couldn't give the nature of as humanity about the nature of, I don't know. Whatever. Um, The nature of, the the true nature of Steve Irwin. Um, And Urkel. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh oh, and and then they talk about how maybe maybe we're already fulfilling Baba Vanga's prophecy, and so <laughs> maybe we're filling up her <laughs> <Yankas. laughs> bigger than Yanga's head. Uh, it is quite a sight to see, my friends. Um, <laughs> just stuff their dead body tits. <laughs> well, uh, which I guess is just air, probably by yeah. now. Um, then they talk about how multiple countries and companies are trying to figure out getting to Mars and colonizing it, baby, by 2033. That's kind of like this weird overarching mandate that's happened. Right. I think NASA at least said that, and so now everyone else is like on the same right. uh, timeline. Right. Yep. Um, William Henry, the medallion man, has an amulet assertion here, and he says, uh, uh, so what's going on here, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Suck it. You just have guys coming over and filling your dead tits with semen. Yeah. And I don't think that's very respectful (laughs) to your Lexi. Uh, He says, so what's going on here? One of our great visionaries, Elon Musk, uh, which (laughs) to a lot of people hasn't aged well because (laughs) he's been coming out as a weird, like very right wing whatever guy and people don't like that. Took the red pill. uh, (laughs) Yeah, that's what he said. Um, But um, he says, so what's going on here? One of our great visionaries, Elon Musk, says there's real problems ahead for humanity. And in his view, our colonization of Mars is an effort to save or back up humanity. So saying we got to spread out from to other rocks so that if one of them blows up or fucking resources run out, then uh, humanity as a race isn't all dead. Wilcox says the same thing again about how the brain is just a receiver of the Akashic Record and aliens use it to push uh, humanity along. We get another children's chime in and he says, uh, we're going to Mars, okay? We're going to be a, a space-faring civilization that's going to other planets. He's all, like, excited about this, right, too, right, like a right. little kid. And like the phenomenon of spontaneous invention, which is what I called, like, synchronous thought before, uh, we have people all over the world suddenly pushing us to go to Mars. Is it possible that this information is actually being sent to humans in order to move us forward, just like Wilcox says? Um the first half of this episode is pretty solid. There's a lot of new information, or at least like interesting information. This last part, it's just all kind of repetitive shit. Um, 
the ancient astronaut theorists think that this Mars colonization is just repeating the past because, as we saw in person with Jonathan Brandenburg, was, yeah. uh, not his time travel, travel one, this was yeah. 2018, where he was the first guy to find a nuclear energy signatures on Mars. Yeah. And at first, I thought they were just natural radiation sources like a volcano <laughs> or a big mutant tur- ninja turtle. Yeah. <laughs> Splinter, uh, you know, doing wild shit out there. In that cage. I yeah. mean, if I could only learn karate in that cage instead of just shame. Just like I did in Nam in Korea, down. where the fuck I was serving. A tiger cage. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> but then I, and here's the interesting thing, he's like, but then I, I brought this around other scientists, and after a lot of whiskey, <laughs> they said, uh, the xenon signature is all wrong. That xenon signature only happens in weapons grade nuclear explosions. Um, that is so. That's a really interesting factoid. That like mm-hmm. maybe one of the top ten ancient astronaut theory facts, where it's like a bunch of objective other scientists saw this guy shit, where he was trying to not be a- ancient alien about anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like, "Oh no, that shit only is very specific to nuclear bombs that are exploded the way we would explode right, them, right?" right and right. so, if that's on Mars and these are ancient craters, that could mean that there was once an ancient nuclear battle. Of some kind on yeah. the surface of Mars, yeah. right? So, um, uh, and this is where they start the last like five minutes of the episode talk about what's like the computer code or the script that the Akashic record is uh, running the whole universe on, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, 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 Wilcox says the exact same thing again. This is like time number five. So they go, What is this script, right? Yeah. 2008, College Park, Maryland, uh, a scientist named S.J. Gates Jr. Uh, says he found the like code of the cosmos and that it it is digital in nature, meaning it is a bunch of ones and zeros. It's literally the same kind of binary code that uh, any computer that we know of runs on. Mm-hmm, Which is, mm-hmm. it, I was a little frustrated where I'm like, can you guys go a little further into that? Like, how did he how did he test that? Like, like right. you don't have to go on every equation, but how he he was studying string theory, and then somehow found that. It's all binary code that runs it. Where I'm like, I guess that, I guess that when you get down to the, the smallest concept of the universe, there is only positive and negative, right? There's only yes and no, or do right. or do not. not. <laughs> yes, there is no twenty. <laughs> twenty and back. Do or do not. <laughs> Hold on one sec. Sippy dippy, rippy dippy. I gotta pour this before it gets warm. Oh boy. Yeah, it's still British. Oh, boy. I found this Tipa to still be very good, but it lost a lot of the flavor in the first week that it had. Hmm. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if your fridge is as strong as mine. Um, Triple double sink. uh, And Gray Scott comes on, and (laughs) he's like, again, not really. I kind of remember how he sounds, but doesn't really. He's like, he's like, it literally shook me. Because what he's saying is that there's code. <laughs> code that we use in our computers, in the fabric of our reality. And we get a sukler here, and he says, This would imply that the idea of the cloud is not a new idea. Now, what the forces are behind the Akashic Record 
your guess is as good as mine, brother. Um, it is nice to see him go, fuck, that's crazy. Who I knows? don't know. <laughs> yeah. Because and again, what I like about not again, what I like about this episode is that it is guessing it it is getting to the essence of consciousness, which is like that's what all religions are trying to figure out, all philosophies, all whatever, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, what does it mean to be alive and conscient conscious? And what are how do we what is our place in a universe that might be filled with other consciousness, right? Is the big thing now is like, is the universe itself conscious like right. why is that god right where it's like a universe wouldn't exist if it wasn't conscious because nothing would be around to experience it because otherwise it wouldn't be con- like you know what i mean does a tree make sound when it fall in water? or the old the classic simpsons joke of uh uh lisa simpson trying to like ask her brother bart simpson uh the little known character bart simpson um yeah questions to like calm his mind and like like to think to not think black and white but think almost like a buddhist whatever she's like oh what is the sound of one hand clapping and he's like come on lise right yeah, here and he's like, a, like clapping yeah, his yeah, hand yeah. but then she gives him the uh the what of a tree falls in a forest right, and right, no one's there like, to hear it crawl whatever you know because he goes yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> uh, you remember um so then they wonder like is it an ancient alien race is it an ancient human race that started the akashic record but again, if the Akashic Record was around since the second the Big Bang happened, maybe even separate from that, because maybe right. the information of the Big Crunch and the Big Bang, maybe it happens in cycles, and it's outside it just keeps of going. that. Exactly yeah, right, yeah. and so, so there's some sort of meta consciousness that. But they're also saying that it's literally woven into the fabric of the physical reality. I don't know. It's very. Yeah, once you get into that space, it's just like, all right, fuck this. That <laughs> I know, exactly. I mean, yeah. you could go on forever about yeah. what it. You, you can't even define from a philosophical standpoint what is reality mm-hmm. and is reality real. Right. So to even say, if you can't if you can't say what reality is and if it's real, then you definitely can't say, oh, Akashic Record exists here. This is how right. it's made. This is where it's living. This is how it's updated. Like, that's right. just... Not even happening. Yeah, getting into the linear logistics of something that's yeah. infinite. Is, and and to know. say, like, aliens are actively updating it, that's also kind of bullshit. Right. It's like, Shouldn't that just mean that as they, as other consciousnesses learn new things, quote-unquote new things, yeah. it becomes a part of it? But if it's right. also past and present, it's always been a part right. of and it. Right, if it's always updating, modifying, based on actions and right. realities that you're in. Right. Like, again, you could go down this rabbit hole of, like, if sayings or what's or whatever. Right. But uh, it's one of those things, like... Hey, if it's there and we can get some knowledge out of it, out mm-hmm. of it, cool. Right. If not, then whatever. If you can but think like, of it just like the cloud, right? Then that's cool. Like at least that yeah, gives yeah. you some sort of framework to access yeah. it. Or but whatever. to try and define what it is without even knowing its right. true existence and how right. we're here and there and all. Even that, knowing that like, other living things exist out there, it's a it's a conversation that's pointless. Right. Because you'll it's, just it's, go nowhere. I mean, it's it's a fun one to have, but yeah. it's like. Yeah, but at the end of the day, you're never going to fucking know because you can't right. even say what's real. Well, it's interesting, too. I'm surprised that, speaking of Hamilton again, I'm surprised they didn't bring up the deism of the founding fathers of the United States because right. deism is very much this, where it's like, we believe that the universe has a consciousness. It just doesn't give a... F- it's indifferent. It's a bunch of information. Right. So it knows what's going on, but it's not a personal god, right? right. It's, it's just the universe. And they right. called it the oversoul. Like, there's something that's kind of semi... Controlling. Not, not controlling, but, but yeah. like um, 
it, it has created the pathways for everything, and yeah. now everything's just going on them, right? right. And so, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm actually shocked they didn't like bring that up. But there isn't a ton of ancient America stuff except for Native Americans. It's funny. Right. I don't. I, I wonder why they don't usually go in. Uh, th- there was a couple episodes about Thomas Jefferson and Ben yeah, Franklin yeah, yeah. and stuff, but I wonder why it's like that's one of the George least Washington chopping down that tree, right? Wasn't it an alien space? How put? could he skip <laughs> a silver dollar? That far across the Potomac. <laughs> uh, in Hamilton, the guy that plays George Washington looks like he's just fucking crying the whole time. And, he, and it's all the the hand on heart shit. I'm like, God, I want to fucking stab you. Just like that mm-hmm. cherry tree stabbed you when you mm-hmm. were a kid. Okay. But it granted you one wish, and that was grow up long enough to be president for a couple terms. And Get all those witty, uh, <laughs> delicious teeth. Hopefully they're made out of mesquite, because oh. that's the best for smoking. Dragon Ball Fowl was here and is out. Well, I think it was when we were talking about tents. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, anyway, to your point... Uh, oh, God, what was I going to say? Is an ancient human... Oh, um... I pondered at this point in the episode uh, as they're talking about how reality is digital, right? Does that mean it's the hologram or like all that kind of shit they always say? Um, Also, does it matter if this is what we perceive three-dimensional reality is? Isn't that what it is? It's like, no, you're a 2D picture. I'm like, but we don't know that. Again, you can't (laughs) prove or disprove any of this. So you can go ahead and have your discussions all you want. Right. But if you can ever prove something's real, right. then you will be a gajillionaire. Right. And I, I I pondered, I wonder if we are the... VR. <laughs> if we're the Troopers 3. Yeah. Um, I wondered if we are, or this, or if reality is the backup of maybe those, those Hancockian humans, right? Like maybe they could back up consciousness, which isn't that it's fake. It's like, oh... You you backed up consciousness into this like you literally even if your physical bodies died off you wanted to make sure all this information was there and that reality you know what I mean like mm-hmm. it's because it's because like depending on how advanced you're thinking advanced is wouldn't that be if you could access the akashic record aren't you now God basically right, like right. couldn't you now change the fabric of everything right. and if it's ever evolving then what are you accessing and right again, yeah you would think also too that the only goal of the Akashic Record would be to continue life so that someone could experience it, right? If it's made up of consciousness, then you would need life to have that consciousness, right? So Cody, guest star on uh, our Beachwood episode of Beer They're Drunk That. The only puker uh, on Beer They're Drunk That. (laughs) Smoked a bunch of weed (laughs) laced with DMT. And remember he he tapped into the Akashic Record. Oh, he was upset. Yeah, he became obsessed with the Akashic Record. Yeah, and he got into it. Yeah. And he downloaded everything. Uh, but he can't remember it. But at the moment, he knew he was in there. Right. And then he said afterwards, this this character developed that he met called the Game Master. And they were there as oh. a, a a guardian. Is of... that where all his game shit came from? What game shit? His, his, his... No, no, this is oh. different. Not his work, yeah, political yeah, no, ladder no, no, climbing no. stuff. Okay. Uh, and that they were keeping him out of the Akashic Record, and he uh, he kept him to go personally. Back. Yes. Oh. So when he would smoke and do these things, interesting to get back to where he was. <laughs> it is funny though that he's obsessed with the game, yeah, and this yeah. character became the game. Well, that's master. what he called him. But right. yeah, yeah. Anyway, so this 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 creature would <laughs> not let him deck. back in and scared the shit out of him. He's like, then I stopped doing all that 
oh, trying wow. to get back because like he felt danger from that person, right? Like, that entity mm. where he was just like, nope, they're locking me out and I can't beat them, so huh. I'm done trying to tap into that. Interesting. And he's never gone back. Huh? I mean, it's you like, can do that with mushrooms or DMT stuff. So. Anything that opens up the third eye. Yes, exactly. Whatever Your that, pineal. The gland. pineal gland. Yes, the pineal gland. Which I need to decalcify. The pianist gland. Wait, what? Because they say a lot of your issues are if your pineal gland is calcified. Mm, so you need to decalcify. What is, how do you do that? Um, just different cleanses and diets and oh. things to eat and drink and whatever. No cheese, no milk. No, vitamin D is what turns your the calcium and lets your bones harden it. Mm. But vitamin D is also essential for mental health. Well, <laughs> you just gotta go nuts okay, and let that thing take a while. Uh, but no, I mean, there's it's kind of like you know water build up in your fucking faucet and then right, you let right. it soak in whatever. Yeah, it's calcified. CLM, yeah, <laughs> calcium, lime, minerals. Customer, life. What is the L in CLM for? Consumer lifetime management. Lifetime management. It's yeah. so fucking pretentious. It's a weird channel to obsess over. But. Yeah. It's, how, it's why everyone no, I mean steals the, all your the information. lifetime channel. Yes. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, Anyways. Um, Carl got uh, that rec- that jazz record from the Time Life yeah. <laughs> magazine uh, good, a few years good, ago. Good jazz. Yeah. Good uh, um, he was blasting some Jim Croce and some, some Devo. Uh, I don't think he blacked out, but he was he was like quarter eyelided the last hour and a half we were there, and he had the big straw hat. Oh yeah, and he was just grooving, like, and it was like <laughs> this time of night. Yes, like nine thirty. <laughs> it was nine forty eight. Fully dark when all the fireworks <laughs> yeah. were done. No hat hey, needed. Jim, thanks. I just want to thank you for coming over. You always, I mean, have, you always make a good time. <laughs> Joey, one day, one day we're gonna get the fog in the. Grace cast follows yeah. all the way through. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was a Devo song that I'm sure you know, and it was like, it's like my kind of girl, or that's the kind of girl you want, or something like that. She's okay. just the girl you want. Yes, exactly. There you the go. The girl you want. It was good. Do, 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 yeah. do, do, do. She's just a girl. It was a group. She's just the girl. Yeah. The girl you want. Good like dance rock. Exactly. Yeah. The video for that's very fun, too. Is it her hot it's, chick in there? No, it's just a guy and a girl, but they're like these robots. Oh. Kind of like. Uh, marionettes almost. Mm. She sits Puppets. in some song you can't, or sits in some tree you can't sing, mm. spreading down the Yeah, spreading down the aromas mm. from undefined oh. young. <laughs> she sits on Rock and roll's about sex, everyone. Um, but yeah, they're going into like hologram theory, matrix kind of shit. Are we in some simulation? And Gray Scott ends the episode out and he says, uh, he kind of, he sort of sounds hopeful, I guess. He's like, Basically, it's almost like this is the new. This is what the source of religion is, right? He's like, he's like, what it does is, dry, like, knowing that we might be part of a digitally created universe. What it does is drive humanity to discovery of what we really are and who we really are and what our purpose is as a species. And then, of course, Clotworthy's like, and of course, if we return to the aliens, like, he has to fucking put. I mean, it's not him, but he has to put that in. Every fucking episode is about returning, right. but um, the next episode is uh, episode eleven of season twelve, "Voices of the Gods." So I wonder if it's just going to be Alan Rickman from uh, Dogma, where he played Metatron, who was the voice of God. Because if Alanis Morissette, I don't know if I ever saw that movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Alanis Morissette plays God, 
and but if God talks to a normal human being, your your head will just eviscerate. Right. So he kind of like preacher. Exactly. He is the the vo- Metatron, the Archangel, the voice of God. Okay. And he's really bored with his job. Um, but yeah, that'll be interesting because I have no clue what to expect on that episode. It's probably going to be sonic technology or other things like that. Maybe just tails. Just the rings. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Chili dog, uh, give me a chili dog. <laughs> That's where Sonic is addicted to a different kind of speed. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like the guys at El Dorado Park. Exactly. <laughs> um, I want to thank our newest patrons, uh, Chris Corsini, a fellow Italian man. I also can't I can't click on the tab to see our other fucking patron. It's weird. I've never been able to not click away. It almost sounds like oh, I bet the beer fucked it up. <laughs> the buttons on here. Oh boy. My click buttons here. Because it's nothing's clicking. Oh boy. Time to oh, well. reach out to IT. Am I gonna switch out there or am I just yeah. need to dry? That's what um, I was gonna say. Put but, a, uh, jam a bunch of rice in there. Yeah. Found it with a hammer. <laughs> um, I'm gonna make uh, I'll have to write the episode description on <laughs> my phone or something tonight or use your Mac. Um, Anyway, um, yeah, thanks for listening to us. Thanks for subscribing to the show. Thanks for telling your friends about Probing Ancient Aliens. Thanks for subscribing to our Patreon at patreon.com slash Probing Ancient Aliens where you get two exclusive episodes of Adventurous Ghosts and Probing Deeper every month. Um, Thanks for listening to Beer There Drunk That, our other podcast on the same podcast services you listen to Probing Ancient Aliens on. And thanks for following us on social media at Probing Aliens on Twitter, at Probing Ancient Aliens on Facebook, and Instagram. Other than that, we'll get this shit started. I'm sorry. <laughs> I always forget when we go to wrap up. Oh, I can still click with my you my mouse pad, all, which is nice. That's all we need. That, that is all we need. <laughs> that's when daddy's <laughs> the lamest outro. Oh, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, let me start the outro here. Nighty night chase, nighty night dragon wolf owl, nighty night crow snake. Will be any said bye to, bye everyone else. Tipsy, bye, bye straight day trainers.